The 700 Tapes Podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. Mm. It doesn't own the rights to any of the clips it will be using on the program. Mm. The 700 Tapes Podcast will contain adult humor and adult language. If you're easily offended, please stop listening now. Mm. Mm. Tape good. Tape good. <laughs> Jasperino, purchase 700 tapes at a yard sale for $35. Join him and his co-host, The Legacy. Here, the reviews on VHS... Feel the excitement as they walk you through every movie. The 700 Tapes Podcast. Coming to this theater soon. Don't miss it. She likes you. So, how long have you been in the monster field? Oh, about four years. I'm saving up to go to veterinary school. Fine. Yes, yes, yours. No, thank you. Let's get you two married. Oh, no, I'm a lesbian. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, or cutaway coat, perfect fit. Frankenberry cereal is coming your way. How about a monster for breakfast today? What a hanky Frankie. Thanks. And how about some wonderful Frankenberry cereal with oodles? And oodles are strawberry-flavored marshmallows. And Frankenberry is part of this good, nutritious breakfast. Here comes Gal Jogula. Wish you could stay. How about a monster for breakfast today? What's up, freaks and weirdos? We are back. This is episode number four of our big five-episode October Halloween spooktacular on the 700 Tapes podcast. I am your host, Jasperino, joined as always by the man, the myth, the legacy, the most badass trick-or-treater on the face of the goddamn planet, 
Mr. Roman Alvarado. Oh, the world, Jasperino. How you doing, brother? Of the world, Jasperino. The yeah, world. Not just the, not just the state. The world. Oh, the world. Of the world. Fucking great. Yourself. Dude. <laughs> it's a little later than usual. Right. But I've had a nap. Damn right. And I'm ready to go. Hell yeah. I'm going to handle some business. Damn right. So this is, uh, remember Wayne's World? Yeah. This is uh, Alice Cooper. This is off the Wayne's World soundtrack. But I thought it was appropriate. Of course. Feed my Frankenstein. Frankenstein. This is when uh, they had the backstage passes. They were like (laughs) showing everybody on the radio. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. (laughs) But today we are covering... Not two. I would say not one. Not one. Not one. No, no. But two. There's a, a double tap. <laughs> Woo! Universal Monster Classics. Damn right. Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein. Hey, look. I'm just going to let you know you were kind of badass because you knew Frankenstein was coming. And he said Frankenstein. Right. Right I, on. I'd like cue. to think I planned that, yeah. but I did not. Most of the shit that sounds like it's been synchronized on this show is totally by accident. And I do a take and I go, okay, it was supposed look, to be look, that I'm, way. I am befuddled right now. Because right? I just knew you planned really? saying Frankenstein. I did not. That was badass. I just have good timing. Look, look, fist bump me on that dog. All fist right, bump me. Right. Boo So, <laughs> on the intro, when I was like, I said something, I was like, feel the excitement as they watch each movie and then the lady started screaming that was all I didn't time that either I was damn like, that is damn near perfect I'm keeping that take okay damn you know, take one yeah That's I usually it. and a lot of this shit gets done on take one believe I, you're, a lot of you going I can tell <laughs> look so it like uh, you flubbed on I think like two tail of the tapes or whatever and I'm like yeah. what the fuck how you know <laughs> well that's because I'm reading those as we're doing this I'm trying to that. think which one was it it wasn't There's the been Warriors. a couple that I really tripped no, on. One was one was a terrible one. It, <laughs> it was bad. That's because I was reading like Frankenstein. It is a tale of two brothers. <laughs> Barbecue so good, make you slap your mama. Look, we hey, can't mama. Even, look, we can't even get into the show good without. <laughs> well, I was because I was telling Roman today that I watched uh, Roman. I watched Friday After Next. Oh, shit. I love that movie. And I was thinking I wanted to find it on VHS so we could do it as a Christmas movie. Say what? Yeah, that would have been awesome. And then Roman got all excited. I said, hang on. It's not going to happen. Right. I went on eBay and Friday I can get for like five bucks. Next Friday I can get for like maybe five, six bucks plus shipping. Not bad. Right. Under ten bucks. Friday after next, $99. What the hell? Right. I haven't looked into it to see why, but goddamn. Figures the one movie I want. Right. It's the expensive one. So if any of you freaks and weirdos out there happen to have a copy on VHS of Friday After Next that you would like to gift the podcast or just let us borrow. Right. Let me know. Drop us a line at 700tapes at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. If you're enjoying the show, anything you'd like to hear, anything you'd like to see. Uh, if you want to send us some hate mail, you can do that too. I'd be happy to get anything at this point. Right. Check out our Instagram on the IG tip. Instagram at 700 tapes. Check the link in our bio to see where you can listen to the show. 
We are now available. I added like two or three more formats mm -hmm. this week. So we are now literally available anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Hell yeah. So I've been waiting to say that for a long time. Right. The link to our Etsy store is also on there. So make sure you check that out. I got a lot of cool shit on there. I'm going to be adding a lot of cool shit. Nice. Um, I got a couple packages sitting next to me. I got to mail out tomorrow from mm -hmm. our Etsy shop. So. The t-shirts are available on Etsy. Sweet. Anything you buy on that Etsy shop, you're going to get a free 700 Taste Podcast sticker with your purchase. Hell yes. Absolutely free of charge because that's how we roll. Right. Anyway, so we're doing the show a little bit differently. We're going to kind of forego a lot of the uh, chitter-chatter we do, the, what right. we're doing this week, what did we do last week, what I watch, what you watch. Um I'm going, we're going to be, because uh, I told you guys, the formatting is going to be a little bit different this time, because we're doing our first ever 700 tapes double tap. So, so um, we're going to forego the trivia portion of right. the podcast. Which is crazy, because I would assume there's a lot of like... Well, I'm going to kind of drop it in as we're talking oh, about cool, it. I kind of cool. figured, I like the bigger points and stuff cool. like that. Because I know when you and I were watching these movies, I wouldn't shut up, because I'm like, oh, they did this, and oh, that was actually <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But yeah, as I remember, I'll kind of try and drop it in here, here and there as, uh, as I can. Gotcha. So we're going to try and get rolling right away here because we have a lot to do. Mm -hmm. We have um, two movies to cover. We have, we're doing a commercial break and an intermission. Dang. I got a lot of shit because we're doing this like the drive-ins. You get the intermission in between mm -hmm. so you can take a break, go to the bathroom, get something to eat, get something to drink, whatever. So I got a cool intermission planned. But now, uh, let's go ahead and jump right into something we call the Tail Tail Tape, <laughs> in which I'm going to be reading the back of both the VHS tapes for these movies, starting with Frankenstein. Say what? Boris Karloff stars as the screen's most memorable monster in what may, many consider to be the greatest horror film of all time. Dr. Frankenstein dares to tamper with life and death by creating a human monster out of lifeless body parts. But the doctor's dreams are shattered by his creature's violent rage as the monster wakes to a world in which it is unwelcome. Director James Whale's adaptation of the Mary Shelley novel mixes gothic decay and chilling lyricism, and Karloff, in the role he would be identified with forever, offers a compassionate portrayal of a creature groping for identity. That's right, I said groping for identity. It's not a mystery, that's what it actually says. Man, and I could grope for identity, yeah. It's okay, baby. It's for identity. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Bride of Frankenstein. One of the most talked about horror classics of all time and an acclaimed sequel to the original Frankenstein, the legendary Boris Karloff reprises his role as the screen's most misunderstood monster who now longs for a mate of his own. Colin Clive is back as the overly ambitious Dr. Frankenstein who creates the ill-fated bride, Ella Lanchester. Directed by the original's James Whale, the last, his last horror film, and featuring a haunting musical score, The Bride of Frankenstein ranks as one of the finest films of the genre. The genier. The, <laughs> the genre. <laughs> when you were a kid, when you were reading Fangoria, did you ever read this genier? 
Oh, the origin year. Because, dude, I've been reading Fangoria since I was like 10. I need to be better. Anyway, that is the Tale Tale Tape. So, I have something special for us to do during this episode. Normally, we would have uh, done a whole segment on this. Mm -hmm. But I think it's more fun this way. I have something for you, Roman. Oh, shit. I picked us up oh. some zombie Skittles. Damn! These are, uh, you can hear them. These are little personalized packs because mm -hmm. I thought eating a whole thing of Skittles might be a stretch. Might be egregious on might, these mics. Might be most egregious. Here's the deal with these zombie Skittles. All right. They're normal Skittles, mm -hmm. except in each pack there's a couple of them that aren't normal. All right. They're zombie Skittles. All right. So I'm going to let that speak for itself. What do you think when you think zombie Skittle? I automatically think of fucking those uh, <laughs> those Harry Potter jelly yes. bellies. Yes. So <laughs> I went out looking for a whole package of these. Uh -huh. And I went to Fry's and they had a big bag of the mini packs. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to test this out. I have not eaten these yet. I refused gotcha. to taste them until we were actually on the air. Damn right. But I did open the bag. I took two out for us, and I laid the rest on the kitchen table, mm -hmm. and I waited. Oh. And eventually, uh -huh. every kid in the house came to me like, what the fuck is wrong with this candy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And it gets you because they're normal, and then there's only like one or two, I think, in every bag that's the zombie Skittles, oh. so you don't know when you're going to get it. Dang. So here's what I want to do. I want to open these up and start eating them as we're talking. Mm -hmm. And you're going to know, from what I've been told by my children, mm -hmm. you're going to know when you get one. There's no mistaking <laughs> it. Absolutely no mistaking it. The good thing is I still have almost a whole big bag of these things. I'm giving them out to the trick-or-treaters. I'm thinking about is. going back to Fry's and getting another bag. That's actually. bad ass. Yeah. It's cool. This year, I bought a bunch of little stuff, too. Like, at the dollar store, I bought a couple packs of, like, Halloween pencils. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be dropping pencils in the Halloween bags this year. And um, I got a couple big packs of vampire teeth. Nice. You remember them plastic mm -hmm. vampire? That was one of my favorite toys when I was a kid. Damn right. If I could score some vampire teeth, yeah, it was over. I was going to be running around the house with a sheet wrapped around. I'm about to say with a sheet. Tied for around sure. my fucking neck. Blah, 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 blah. Mom, get out of my way. I'm trying to take a victim. Blah, blah. <laughs> it's like, oh, whoop your little vampire ass. Right. Get over to that dinner table. <laughs> I don't eat. Brussels dinner. sprouts. <laughs> yeah, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> blah, blah. Blah. They're so blah, blah to me. <laughs> so here, I'm going to pass you a bag of these zombie Skittles. Oh, shit, son. And then I'm going to open mine and then eat them at your leisure. Make them last the whole episode if you want. Pop them all. I don't care how you do it. Just Papa from Molly, what I I'm understand, sweating. whoa, <laughs> yeah, this might be worse than the Bill and Ted cereal. So from what, yeah, what I'm understanding is, like on From Dust Till Dawn, you cannot miss it. From what I hear, you cannot miss it. Oh shit! So I'm actually gonna line a few. Look, up I want to look at that keyboard. That's one of the things I was gonna do. Is definitely like I want to see if there is one. You're trying to see if it looks different. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I tried to cheat a little bit, and I asked each kid, "What color was yours?" They're different colors. Oh yeah, for they're sure. not all the same for color. Sure. Because I sure. was thinking, oh, man, I could totally trick Roman on this oh one. Oh, my gosh. Like, to be honest. They all look kind of pale, huh? Like, No, they all look the same. Yeah, these are not your typical brightly colored Skittles. Like, 
I legitimately like to be honest. If I saw these, just you think they were bad or something. Like if that. I looked at them just in, in like in your hand like this, yeah. I would think these were M and M's. They do look like M and M's. Like the the color of it, the yeah. shape of it, everything. Like, All right, you ready to do this? I'm gonna eat one. You want to eat one? Hold on, I'm like try to guess which one. Try to look try on it. yours. Like, oh, look, are we trying to get a bad one right off the bat? No, I'm just saying, just guess which one do you think it? Oh, like, just looking. Know. If you can look, there's and see. only one green one in my whole bag. Look, there's only one blue one in mine. So I'm thinking it's the green That's, one. Look, I feel like that. I was, I was. So I'm gonna start right. with a, I'm gonna start with the blue one. <laughs> goes, look, I'm oh. gonna start with my only blue one. I'm gonna start with my only green one then. Let's All do right. this. All right, we're doing it. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> we them together. Three, two, one. All right, mine was good. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I was waiting for like hot pepper or, mm -hmm. you know, like dog food or mine something. Mine tastes normal. All right. Wait. I can't tell. Yeah. Tastes like a regular Skittle to me. I think you're thinking too hard about it. I am too. Yeah, because from what my kids said, they're disgusting. They're absolutely disgusting. All right, so. I have yeah. a brown one. I've never known Skittles to be brown. I got a blue one. I don't have any. Is that brown or is that purple? I don't know. That should look brown to me. That's right. why I thought they looked like M&M's. All right. I got a blue one. All right. Here we go. This is Marlon Brown one. One. Did you say Marlon Brown one? Uh, Marlon Brown one. <laughs> <Marlon Brown. laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's one, see. Two, three. No. That's grape. Yep. That's great. So far, so good. <laughs> you know, I'm almost certain that... All hmm. Skittles are, are Circle Starburst. Because that tastes like a Starburst. Oh, yeah, totally. For sure. It's definitely that same one. All right, let's do one more, and then we're going to we'll, we'll move on, and we'll eat them. We All might right. have to, okay, so, we I'm might looking, have to cut in. Look, I'm looking at this one right here. See, that I don't one, have any that are that That one looks, like, discolored. That's so weird. Look at the color of yours. Look at the color. They're totally different. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, you got oranges and greens and reds, and I got, like, blues, purples, and, like, dark reds. All right, so I'm going to go for this one. All right, I'm going to go for another red one. All right, cheers. Oh, we got the same color. Oh, All right. The same color. Here we go. No, well, I'm good. I'm good, too. Yeah. Damn, we should buy some lottery tickets. All right. This is better than my bet on the Cowboys game last damn night. Damn right. <laughs> God damn it. Woo. Oh, it's 20 bucks on that damn game. Wait. Yep. Nope, I'm good. I am freaking myself out. Yep, I think you. Should, yep, I think you are. Hmm. No, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, jump into the trailer for the movie here, real quick. Oh, oh you want to do something? Else? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. All right. Let's do the trailer. This is going to be both trailers for both movies. This is our first ever. Bit of a bitch. Seven hundred tapes. Double tap. When this dead hand moves, the monster created by a man they called Mad is turned. I'm pausing the trailer. Did you get one? I'm trying not to be. I think I did. I think <laughs> I... <laughs> Sorry to pause the trailer, but the look on Roman's face is classic. It... 
What's it like? The one I ate was was okay. It wasn't okay. So I'm assuming I didn't have any bad ones yet. <laughs> I'm trying. Look, I'm. I'm... <laughs> Wait, hang on. I gotta get a picture of this for for Instagram. Like, I'm. I'm seriously like. Well, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> What's it taste like? I can't. I can't even describe it. <laughs> like, so I'm definitely gonna know when I get one. Is what you're saying? I don't know. It's like, like no, I'm, no mistaking I'm, it. I'm legitimately trying not to like psych myself out, but <laughs> I'm like li- li- like perplexed. Like, I was kind of scared to swallow. Like, Wait, okay, so Spirit had a bag, and like the second one she got was a bad one. And she just dumped the whole bag in the trash. She's like, I'm not even taking a chance. I'm getting another one of those. Look. And then somebody else was telling me, I don't remember which one. One of my other kids was saying, the aftertaste stays with you for a long time. I'm going to try another orange one just to make sure. Because that other one, the one I had was like lumpy. It was like lumped up. So that's why I tried that one. And I'm hoping that I just might have like psyched myself out. We're going to see. Let me Okay, okay. One. Sorry I interrupted the trailer here. We'll get back to it in a second. Is that orange? That orange, you glad you tried that one? <laughs> that, that orange ain't bad. I right. might have had a bad one. Let's do this. Let's finish the trailer and then we'll eat some more. <laughs> Drink some tea. <laughs> Make you feel better. to strike terror into the hearts of men. To shock women into uncontrolled hysteria. I've done that. To prey upon the innocence of children. This is the story you've heard about, talked about. The spine-tingling, blood-chilling story that stuns your emotions. Frankenstein. Don't touch that!
don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. In the laboratory of Dr. Frankenstein, something incredible was created. <laughs> the great taste of pure milk chocolate and delicious peanut butter. Unfortunately, no one would listen. And so the world would have to wait for the two great tastes that taste great together in Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Tonight, I, Dr. Frankenstein, reveal my greatest invention. Serve, Gregor! A hot dog? Take a bite. Wow, there's real chili inside. How'd you do that? I tunneled deep into juicy hormel franks and stuffed them so with rich hormel chili. Absolutely amazing. Positively delicious. What do you call him, Master? What else? But Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein from Hormel. Wednesday, it's a hair-raising Halloween happening. Catchy beginning. First, that Emmy-winning fat cat. It's the trick-or-treat trail. I'm no security cat. It's all-new Garfield's Halloween adventure. Then... I hear the Great Pumpkin. The Halloween classic, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, right after Garfield Wednesday. Well, I'm glad you're still here. Now, back to the show. And we're back. So, that was the trailer for both movies. I liked the little shots I did in, the, in between. Right, right, right. I'm getting my mileage out of the double the double tap thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yep, Frankenstein. Here we go. We are jumping in. I'm going to eat another Skittle real quick. So, I did some crazy... Uh, I, have a, I have a zombie action figure here uh -huh. that, that comes apart. And I did some artsy shit during the... Uh, trailer the commercial break i filled his little under like bottom part of his body with skittles and had him coming apart like there were skittles coming out of him and i laid the empty wrapper there and i took a picture i'm gonna put it on instagram you guys can check it out taste the rainbow taste the rainbow in this case taste the rotting meat here we go i got a blue one you got a green one let's do it dude i've been lucky so far when I say that, the next one I guess probably gonna taste like shit. I'm alright. I got two. <laughs> you got two in a row? There's, there's one in between. <laughs> no fucking way. Guess what? <laughs> oh, he's spitting it out. He just took it right off his tongue. What's that one taste like? The same thing. <laughs> like you like watch when you when you get one. I can't believe I didn't get one yet. So when you does it taste like what you would think a zombie would taste like if you bit into a zombie? So it just tastes like rotten. Like <laughs> you'll like when you get it. You, you're. I can't believe. Like I'm halfway through my pack right now. And right. I haven't gotten one yet. And I got fucking two of them. So I think right. I got one that was, you know. You got one of mine. I'm just kidding. All right. So do you have any, like, disfigured ones? I got this orange one. None of them are this color. So I'm going to eat this one. All right. All right. Uh, look, look, look. Just because I'm a gangster. Oh, he's, oh, he, oh, my God. He took the chewed up Skittle out of his mouth and then put it back in his mouth. And now he's eating it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we're losing it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Never knew one thing could have so much. 
So I'm gonna make this up to you. I'm gonna give you guys a little hint. What's going on? This is our fourth episode. Woo. Yeah. Next week. You know what next week is? Ooh. Halloween. Next week is Halloween. Halloween. Ooh. What a bitch. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's see what you got. What you got? A green one? I got yeah. an orange one. Let's do this. It's orange. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Oh my god, I can't believe this. Like I'm good too. This was a good one. All right. Cause look, so, it's the back end taste. I'm making this up to you next week. Because we are doing before we do our feature presentation next week. Mm-hmm. Was Halloween's on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. We're gonna drop our feature presentation on Saturday at mm-hmm. midnight. Boo yeah. Or closest, as close to midnight as we get, depending on how the other thing goes. Right. Because we may go over, because we've been known to do that. Damn right. That way, when you wake up Halloween morning, you got a fresh, bam, fresh 700 tapes episode with you. Boo. Booyah. <laughs> you get it? Booyah. <laughs> but Friday night, we are going to do a Halloween episode pre-show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how long that's going to go. I got a plan. We're just I was planning for maybe an hour or so, but you know us. You know us. Anything could happen. Damn right. I got a lot of special shit on there. I've been working on this. I've been working on this pre-show since August. Damn. Gathering material for it, putting stuff together, putting segments together. Damn. But for the pre-show, I'm going to go get us some pumpkin porters from 8th okay. Avenue Brewing Company. Nice. And we're going to drink some pumpkin porters. We're going to have some snacks out. I got the the Halloween jack-o'-lantern Yule log thing to play on the oh. TV while we're doing it. I got music almost all the way through the episode. It's going to be like you're partying with Jasperino and Roman. Damn right. At our inaugural, that means first, Halloween episode pre-show. Badass. So I'm very excited about that. I'm so excited I'm going to eat another one of these Skittles. Damn. Okay, I got one red one. The rest are blue and purple. So I'm going to try this red one. All right, I'm going to go orange. All right, here we go. Oh, oh, this, oh, got a perplexing taste, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I finally got one. Yeah. I definitely got one. Oh, my God. It gets worse as you chew it. <laughs> it gets worse the more you chew it. And you can't describe the taste, huh? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt I have not gotten one before now. Because I was like, maybe I got one. It wasn't that bad. Oh, shit. I'm really trying to not think about, like, rotting meat. Yeah. Like, that greenish hue that it yeah. gets. Oh, my. I'm about to puke. Yeah. I need some tea. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I would rather. I'd rather eat some more Bill and Ted cereal. Dude, my stomach's turning a little bit. Yeah, I finally got one. They finally got me. Yo, I've had two of them. And it, like, the the only way... Okay, so I'm trying to think of, like, the Harry Potter ones. Like, the Jelly Bellies or whatever. Um, The puke one? uh, I think that one... This one tasted like... uh, Fuck, which one was it? Uh, I think it was, uh, like... 
And it does. That fucking taste stays there. It, it's in the back of your throat. Yes. Oh, it's like weird. And it's crazy that it's this fucking big. My God. How the fuck do they do this? Like. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me. So it wasn't it wasn't oh, ranch. Shit. It wasn't rancid milk. But that's oh. kind of that's kind of that that. Uh, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of scared to eat this one. I, dude, how many you got left? I got two, four, six, seven. Same I got, here. I got seven left. Did you just eat another one? No, 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 no. This is the one that you just ate, so you're good. You're good. This is eight oh, for me. Oh, so you got to eat. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and eat yours. I'm going to wait a minute. I'm going to take another drink of tea. Did you just bite half of it? No. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody, from Seven Hundred Days oh. Podcast. Oh, you got another. <laughs> Was that three? You had three in your package. Yes. I don't even want to swallow. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> then we broke up. <laughs> that's a deal breaker, <laughs> dude. Okay, so I'm scared because I've only gotten one. That means I there's like one, maybe two more in here. We should have shotguns for this shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Fuck, man. I, look, I ate that. I ate the other one like a gangster, but that one straight bitch, so, for sure. Yeah. Was it different or is it the no, same? No, it's the same taste. Oh. Same taste. Okay, that's that's a little no. comforting. No. 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 <laughs> so we're eating uh, zombie Skittles here. I'm about shit. to. All right, I'm going to get another one right away. I'm trying to see yeah, if the texture is different or not. Fuck, no. Hmm. All right, here we go. Nope, this is a grape. Mmm, it's pleasant. <laughs> right, this is definitely a pleasant one. Alright. So I'm going to save the rest of mine for Bride. Alright. Let's jump into Frankenstein. Alright. Because, God. Whoa. Damn. Those rotten flesh ones are terrible. Mm. After that last one, mm. this grape tastes beautiful. Mm. <laughs> Skittles. Mm, I'm so Bad. thankful. I'm so thankful <laughs> for you, grape. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the monster was all pissed off. So the tapes that I did this off of, because in case you guys didn't know, we are a VHS only review podcast. We do not review Blu-ray, Laserdisc, On Demand, Voodoo, Hoodoo, Netflix, streaming, whatever you do, that voodoo that you do. Um... Strictly VHS, played on the VCR right in front of me, right underneath my computer monitor. Um, the VHSs that we reviewed this time were the um, 1991 release, or 1999, I think, releases. Um, Universal did a special releasing of all their Universal Monster movies on VHS. Um, it was called the Classic Collection, and the covers are really cool. They're colorized, and those are the two VHS tapes that I have. In this set, I also have Dracula. I think I have the Mummy and the Wolfman also in this particular set. My goal is to get all of them. Nice. Which isn't a hard goal because they they're not very expensive on eBay. Like I could get them. I'm just there's so many. There's like, I think there's like twelve of them. Damn. Something like that. Um. So yeah, I, I really want to get the entire collection because I think they really look really cool. Right. So, um, the first thing we get on this VHS in the way of previews, which there weren't any, was just an ad for this specific collection of VHS tapes. Mm -hmm. And it's cool because it starts out with Dracula going, Welcome! 
come in, whatever, like, blah, blah. Blah, blah. <laughs> Have some Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> they may taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's an ad for, you know, now you can collect them all for fourteen ninety nine or less. Which is cool because now at Walmart they have uh, DVD sets, mm-hmm. like they have the Frankenstein one. It has all the Universal Frankenstein movies on it. Nice. So like Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, House of Frankenstein, Ghost of Frankenstein, Damn, all, Son of Frankenstein. All the Frankenstein movies are on that same DVD set for like fourteen dollars. I want to go get them because they've got the Wolfman set, they got a Dracula set. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. Creature from the Black Lagoon set, not so much, because I have that whole collection on VHS, mm-hmm. and uh, the third movie is not so good. Anyway, so I thought it was cool. The uh, copyright warning that you get on this to not copy it is black and white. Is in black and white instead mm-hmm. of red. I thought that was awesome, and so is the MCA Universal uh, logo when it shows it. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. They kind of stylized it a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. I still got that. I ate that yep. grape one, but I still got that little tinge mm-hmm. in the back of my throat. In the back of my throat. That thing straight up hit that dangly thing in the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, you liked this. You you really dug this when we watched it. Mm-hmm. When uh, the, guy come, the guy that plays the professor in this movie, he comes out and does the greeting, and he warns the audience... Mm-hmm. If you're a little bit squeamish, or you get scared easily, or you're you know you got a heart problem, you may not want to watch this. Uh, but and then he gets this really like smirk on his face. He's like, "We warned you." We <laughs> warned you. And you're like, as soon as he walked off screen, you're like, "That's dope." <laughs> like I thought it was. I thought it was you know classy as yeah, shit. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And that was really taken to a whole other level because I think this is really the first movie to do that. Mm-hmm. We're giving you a warning about what you're about to see. In the 60s, well, in the, the 50s on, like, horror movies started doing that shit. Like, doctors will be present at the theater in case anyone has a heart attack from the last five minutes of this horror feature. Damn. But it was like a, a marketing technique. Like, some movies would give out barf bags mm-hmm. with the logo of the movie on the barf bag. That's badass. In case you puke because it was so disgusting. Those things are worth a mint. For collectors now, like, if you have them for sale somewhere, I mean, you're easily going to pay a few hundred dollars for those. Cause it, yeah. Because it's a collector's item. Like, you don't get those all the time. Um, they would also have, like, they'd have a doctor in the beginning of the movie before the movie started to come out like this guy did, but he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm a doctor. And if you have a heart condition, high blood pressure, blah, 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 please leave the theater now. The theater will not be responsible for any health conditions, blah, 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 injuries during this movie. There was even some movies, like, they would rig, like, electricity to, like, the bottom of the seats. Mm -hmm. And when shit was happening on the screen, they'd hit the button. You could get a quick zap. Like, what the fuck was that? Oh, Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then some of them, like, they would put, like, a special thing under, like, certain seats. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, during the movie, blah, 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 reach under your seat. You may have a whatever. And there was, like, a fucking hand under there or something. You know, oh, my God. Shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool that like the the mod like the the marketing shit that they did, and it, I think it all kind of stemmed from this right here mm-hmm. with him coming out and saying, "We warned you, motherfuckers." <laughs> uh, it was like uh, Tales from the Hood. I assure you, by the end of the night, you're going to be knee deep in the shit. The shit. <laughs> That's what I'd like to get. I would like to cover that. That, that would be a good next Halloween. Tales movie. from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. 
So then we start with a uh, with credits, and it's also cool because they've got the credits and the music playing, and it says the monster dot 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 question mark. Mm-hmm. So they don't tell you who the monster is. Karloff does get uh, presented as the monster at the end of the movie in the credits. Mm-hmm. So that's that's cool. But I thought that was cool. The way they I, did. And I pointed that out right away. I was like, that's yeah, badass. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. So it starts with a funeral, and they're lowering a casket into the ground. Everybody's crying, and they're praying, and blah, blah, blah. But uh, the stage on this was so cool. This is the cool thing about the Universal Monster movies. This movie was made in 1931. Mm-hmm. And it was this whole funeral thing was outside, but it took place on a soundstage. You could tell. Right. The backdrop was beautifully like painted, mm-hmm. like probably hand painted by somebody to look like a uh, uh, overcast, dark night. Yeah, mm-hmm. very gothic. <clears throat> There's piles of dirt everywhere. There's big ass huge tombstones. There's a huge fucking Grim Reaper with a sword I'm statue. Yeah, sword. yeah, that was badass. Dude, the whole thing is just so gothic and so stylized and so freaking cool. So they're having a funeral and you automatically see uh, Dr. Frankenstein and freaky ass bug-eyed Fritz like peeking over the fence. And he's like, hey. and Dr. Frankenstein's like, get down, you fool. They'll see, They'll see you. you. Yeah. So they're like hiding, waiting for the funeral to be over. So then um, I put, uh, this graveyard set is dope. Just everything I just described. Freaking awesome. Um, so then the gra- everybody leaves and the grave digger is like filling in the grave. And you can hear the dirt hitting the coffin. Because they actually mic'd the inside of the coffin. Nice. So when the dirt hit it, it would make a bigger impact. Nice. That's pretty cool. And that's kind of what I like about... Um, traditional special effects is you really have to think about how to do this shit you know they didn't they didn't edit that later that was on that it's very practical it. as well yeah practical effects are awesome so then the grave digger is done filling in the grave and he you know pulls out his pipe and lights it and we were kind of laughing as he's walking away and his fucking vest is all patched up and you're like that's my nice vest that's it's only my, got two patches that's my good vest <laughs> got two patches my bad one has four right that's my special occasion <laughs> so then um, as soon as he leaves, like he's barely out of sight. And here comes Dr. Frankenstein and Fritz to rob the grave. And um, they start digging it up and they're digging and then they kind of do a, a time elapse, thank God. And they've got the grave kind of emptied and they dig it up and they're pulling the casket out of it. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Frankenstein's telling Fritz... Um, He's just resting, waiting for a new life. Ha ha ha! You know, and they pull it out, and um, they're carrying it away like on this. They put it like on this, uh, like a cart, mm-hmm. and they're pulling it away. And there's a guy in the road hanging from a the gallows. a gallows for like no reason. Like they just hung him and left him there. No, 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 no. There was definitely a reason. Oh, I'm sure there was a reason, <laughs> but I don't know why he was just hanging there in the middle of the night. So then it was like. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein was like, score, bonus. Double tap. Right? Double tap. He tells Fritz, get up there and cut him down. And he's like, "Eh, no, I don't want to. He's like, he can't hurt you. So um, he gives him the knife and he climbs up there and cuts the body down. And he's like, how is it? He goes, oh, his neck's broken. The brain is ruined. We must find a brain. Dun, dun, dun. So you know right away, like, they're looking for a brain for uh, his monster that he's making. Mm-hmm. So then Fitz is at the uh, 
medical college and he's kind of peeking in the window and the professor guy that we saw at the beginning of the movie warning us that the movie might be too scary for you is um, kind of teaching a class, I guess you would say. It's like a lecture, right? Right. And he's talking about the differences between a normal brain and a criminal brain. And he's saying that the normal brain looks this way and then the criminal brain has like little differences in the way that it's made, like in a frontal lobe and all that other shit. And he's got two of them sitting on jars on the desk in front of him. And he goes, conveniently, he goes, and I'm going to leave these out here for you guys to look at. Have a nice day. And then everybody leaves. As soon as everybody leaves and it's all dark, fucking Fritz comes climbing in the window because he needs a brain. Mm -hmm. And then um, they have a full-size skeleton hanging there, like on a spring-loaded mm -hmm. thing. And he bumps into it and he's like, and he's all scared. And he's like, oh, it's just a skeleton, you know. But you can totally tell that, uh, yeah, it was like you slammed down a shot. Right? <laughs> so uh, you could tell that he turned around and bumped into it and, like, pushed it down mm -hmm. so it would bounce around because that's what he was directed to do. Like, make it move, you know. But he acted like he, it scared him. Mm -hmm. So it was just for effect, I think. So then you can, this is, I think, to show how skittish he is. So then he grabs the, the good brain, and it's in, like, this big... Not, not Abby? Glass thing of water. Yeah, it's not Abby normal. <laughs> he grabs the good brain, and he's getting ready to leave with it, and he's holding it. And some noise happens off screen, like somebody slams the door, or somebody goes, ah! And he drops it. <laughs> and I was like, wah, 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 wah. So dope. <laughs> what, so what he does at first, he takes the, he took the lid off. Yeah, I don't know why he took the lid off. That I was thought he weird, was gonna like had a lid on it. Thought he was gonna like pour out the water or something. Yeah, like, drink it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to drink the brain water. It's gonna make me smart. I'm going to get smarter. This is called smart water. <laughs> smart water. That's what smart water is, everyone. <laughs> just so you know. Smart so yeah, so then uh, he had to go back and get the other brain, which mm -hmm. was the abnormal criminal brain. But I was telling you, like mm -hmm. in. Okay, so the beginning, I I don't know how many people have seen Young Frankenstein. I would hope some of you knew what that was. That whole, in our intro, putting on the Ritz! That was from Young Frankenstein with Gene Wilder and Terry Garr. It is a hilarious spoof on Frankenstein. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend it. It's great. It's a Mel Brooks movie, so you know it's gold. Right. But um, in that movie, he sends Igor, not Igor, it's Igor, <laughs> To get the brain, and he takes the wrong one, and it says abnormal on it. And then when they put it in the monster, the monster comes out, and he's retarded, you know. Put another it! <laughs> and he's like, what's wrong with his brain? He goes, you got the right brain, right? He goes, yeah. His name was right on it. Abby. Abby Normal. He goes, you got an abnormal brain, you idiot. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. So, yeah, he got the abnormal brain because he dropped the good one. And uh, I don't know. That whole scene was just so funny. So then he takes off yeah, with the abnormal brain. And they cut to a shot, a close-up of a framed picture of Dr. Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Looking sinister <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> so then after that shot of that picture, you get a close-up of Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. And that's Dr. Frankenstein's fiance. And then the maid comes to the door, I think. And she's like, Victor's here. And uh, it's, you know, Dr. Frankenstein's best friend, Victor. And which is funny, because in the book, mm -hmm. 
Frankenstein's name was Victor. That's Dr. what I Victor thought. Dr. Frankenstein. I, I promise you this whole time. But in this like, movie, what? they named him Henry to make him more normal because Victor just sounded way like mad scientist, evil, fucking... And I think they were trying to make him more human as we'll talk about later on in the movie about his remorse and mm. his really jumping back and forth between sanity and total batshit crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost the epitome of Dr. Dreckle and Mr. Hyde. It's funny you say that. Because I also remember we watched this, and I was like, "It's funny. This is the third time I'm watching this movie in two days." Because mm-hmm. I watched it on VHS, and I took all the notes, mm-hmm. and then I went downstairs and grabbed my Universal Monsters DVD box set that I love so much. It's one of my most prized possessions, and I brought Bride and Frankenstein up, mm-hmm. and I put Frankenstein in the DVD player, and I watched it again, mm-hmm. and then I watched some of the special features because mm-hmm. I wanted some stuff, more stuff to talk about, right? And they said um, the actor that played Dr. Frankenstein died young because he had a serious alcoholism problem. He was like 40 or, or under, I think, when he died. But they really compared him to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Damn. That his personality changed that much when he started drinking. They said he was just the greatest person, the nicest guy, the best actor, like when he was sober. As soon as he got a couple drinks in him, he completely flipped. And we've all known people like that. Right. Some people just can't handle the liquor. Yeah. So I know, um, like, the the backstory to Hulk is pretty much Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and Frankenstein mixed together. Oh, right, right, totally. It is all that one, it's it's a a smorgasbord of... Well, this movie really set the scene for a lot of shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about it as we go on. For sure. It was groundbreaking and every, like, and it has been copied hundreds and hundreds of times in different ways um, as we'll find out as we get a little farther in so anyway uh, Victor comes in and he uh, he's uh, fiance Elizabeth is telling him I got a letter after four months I got a letter from Henry finally Dr. Frankenstein Mm -hmm. and it was there was a parallel between this and in Bram Stoker's Dracula when Winona Ryder got the letter from Keanu Reeves and she was like, it was so cold, it wasn't him. Like, there's mm-hmm. something wrong, I know it. It's almost exactly what she was telling Victor. Victor mm-hmm. Was, you know, he was like, I need you to leave me alone. I'm doing my experiments. I'm all by myself. I've only got my assistant here. I'm in a He's windmill. Like, I'm... Crazy looking hunchback. He drops brains on the floor. <laughs> Walks um, with a little cane. Right? A little tiny cane to get up the stairs. <laughs> it almost it's like a little tiny Tim. <laughs> oh my god. God bless us everyone. God damn us everyone. <laughs> so anyway, um she asked him if he had seen Victor and he's like, Yeah, I ran into him in the woods. I'm like, I was like What were you doing in the woods? Well, I was burying a body and uh he dug it up. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. But he said he he ran into him in the woods and then he sounded crazy, like, and he told him to leave and not... Maybe he was on his way to the windmill when he ran into him. I don't know. Right. Or just wandering around the woods for some reason. But he said Victor sounded... Or, uh, Henry sounded crazy and told him to go away and that he was not going to take any visitors, blah, blah, blah. So they're worried about him. And there's a little bit of a, little bit of sexual, sexual tension, tension going on here. Um, you can tell just by how the closeness they're... You know, yeah, he's, he's like, like right in her face. Well, and then he goes... You know I'd do anything, anything for you. And she goes, God, I wish I didn't like that so much. Like literally she's like, I wish I didn't like that so much. She goes, But Henry, and he's like, Yeah, I know. I got blue balls. And the crazy thing is, after that 
little, you know, butt Henry, her whole demeanor changes. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. And then she walks into the door. <laughs> then she walks into the door and he's like, well, I'm going to go see his old professor and see if he can talk any sense into him. And he leaves and she comes running out the door and she's like, Victor, wait. And then when we watched it, I was like, you want to hit this real quick? <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> Tooted and booted. Right? Nobody got to know. Nobody got to know. <laughs> Somebody got to die. If I go, you got to go. So anyway, no, she didn't say that. She ran out and she was like, I'm going to go with you to talk to his professor. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, I want to go. And he's like, all right. So they go see his professor. I think his name was Dr. Walding. Or Walden, but I can't remember. That's why I keep calling him the professor. Gotcha. I keep fucking up the pronouncing it. The pronounce the pron- Oh my god, the, it's that fucking skittle, man. The pronunciation of his name it's coming back to haunt you, dude. So, um, skittle. this is the same actor that played Van Helsing in Dracula. Skittle, Bad. skittle, hate skittle, <laughs> love Eminem. <laughs> Melts in your mouth, not in your hand, like your mama. Ha, 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 ha. Taste the zombie brain. Oh, my God. Taste the rainbow, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so this is the same actor that played Van Helsing in Dracula. Uh, he was also in The Mummy, and he played Van Helsing again in Dracula's Daughter in 1936. Damn. <laughs> so this was also the same actor that comes out in the beginning and warns the audience. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we warned you. So, what a cool actor. What a what a cool resume to have. Right. So then he says Dr. Frankenstein was his brightest student. But he said um, he had an insane obsession with creating life. And it changed him. And he was like, he wanted us to get, he goes, the bodies we had weren't sufficient for what he wanted. He wanted better quality bodies. <laughs> and he wasn't particular about how he got them. And Victor totally misunderstands this. He's like, oh, well, you know, what's a few rats and rabbits and dogs, you know, mm-hmm. when you're experimenting? He goes, no, I don't think you understand. Henry was only interested in human bodies. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so he only wanted human bodies. He was obsessed. Fresh. Yeah, fresh. Human bodies. Human bodies. So, um... And they're like, oh, so they want the doctor to go with them to see Dr. Frankenstein to try to talk some sense in him and make him come home. And at first, he doesn't want to do it. Right. He's like, no, he's not my student anymore. He's not really my responsibility. And they're like, come on. He respects you. He'll listen to you. And then we have some awkward sexual energy. Right? <laughs> and then she's like, I will do anything if you go talk to him. I'm just kidding. I'm not a whore. I ain't no whore. <laughs> I ain't no whore. I was going to try and make it a whole episode without doing that to you. God damn it. All right, what I need to do now, let's eat another schedule real quick before we go any further. I got a blue one. Got a green one. All right, let's do this. Turtle power. Oh, we were supposed to save these for Bride. We'll save those for Bride. Let's do this, though. Turtle power. That's what I get for saying I ain't no whore. Just out. Fuck. Just- <laughs> Fuck. Right off the goddamn bat, I mean. Look, I put this one in my mouth, and I think it's a bad one, too. No, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not chewing with my mouth open. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think this is worse than the last one. Right. Holy shit. Okay, mine's okay. No. No, it's not okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, it's not okay, Room. It's not okay. <laughs> oh my God. What's in the box? What's in the box? I'm about to become rage. <laughs> Disgust. Holy fuck. No. <laughs> oh shit. No, that's not okay. That's like. It's stuck in my teeth, like, because it's Skittles. <laughs> So as soon as you, oh, go, you go touch it with your tongue. No, it's stuck. <laughs> I kind of pry it out of my teeth. That's disgusting. Yeah, it is. Like, I want to apologize right now. How do you describe? Like, how do you describe that taste? I just want to say it right now. I want to apologize. No, I'm not gonna say. That's it. too. There's a line, and I don't want to cross it. But <laughs> damn. Uh, Dirty sons of bitches. Right. Oh, my God. That's fucking awful. <laughs> you know, it tastes like... If you guys are okay, this is for my 80s kids out there listening. Big ups, 80s kids, like me. They used to have them scratch and sniff stickers. Mm-hmm. They always had the one scratch and sniff sticker that, that smelled like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was usually like a Halloween one. This is the taste. I can connect this taste With to that smell. Shit smell. Yes. <laughs> oh, In fact, shit. I have a. Uh, well, my daughter has them now, but I have a set of Beavis and Butthead cards mm-hmm. from the nineties, mm-hmm. and they were the the special cards mm-hmm. were scratch and sniff, but they all smelled like shit, like those old <laughs> scratch and sniff Halloween stickers. It's the same smell. Whatever they use, it's the same. I equate I equate this taste to that smell. <laughs> Fuck, I need another drink. I'm sorry. Hang on. Oh, the shit. things I do for you, our loyal listeners. Oh, oh my shit. god. Yo, that is funny. <clears throat> that is funny. Like that's funny as fuck. Try not to tear up. <laughs> I don't know why. You said they taste the same, but I swear to God, that one was ten times worse than the first one I had. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, look, that one, I, I, I couldn't even finish that one. That one is still sitting there. <laughs> you spit it out. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to save the rest of these for bride. Tastes like oh, chocolate Jesus, starch. I can't. Fish, hot dog flavored water. A hot dog flavored water. <laughs> a biscuit. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. I've told this joke before. You know how it's a limp biscuit. You know how you know it's a limp biscuit song. He'll fucking tell you like eighteen times. <laughs> it's limp biscuit. In case y'all forgot, it's limp biscuit. Limp biscuit rocking the set. Limp biscuit. Did I mention it's limp biscuit? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Fred. All right, so we get a shot of Doctor Frankenstein's castle. And it's badass. It's, Definitely. Well, it's not really a castle. It's that windmill. Mm-hmm. But it looks different, didn't it? Like, it didn't look like the windmill at the end of the movie. Like, they used a different... I don't know. Maybe the windmill was on the other side. But it looked badass. The whole shot up on top of the mountain with the mm-hmm. lightning and the rain. Mm-hmm. Totally cool. So then... um, um, They're working. They do this great shot of the interior with the equipment. Oh, yeah, that and wide it's shot. It's a wide shot that shows just how big the set is with all the equipment in it. And Igor, or Igor, <laughs> Fritz is already on the roof working on some shit, like the lightning bolt shit. 
And then Dr. Frankenstein is down at the bottom. You getting some heartburn there from the uh, Skittle? Uh, Pound his chest a little bit. Shit, I had to let that go. Sorry, you guys heard a big old belch. Yeah. But uh, did you get a little bit of it come back up on you? I wasn't even going to say it. Oh, my God. Had a little throw-up-y taste. Uh, so they show Dr. Frankenstein. He just looks tiny mm-hmm. amid all this huge equipment and the big vaulted ceiling. And it's badass. So cool looking. Right. And this is all your basic mad scientist equipment with the flashing lights on the little... Doohickeys you know, and whatnots. Yeah, doohickeys and whatnots and the little electric thing going up in the V. And all that other shit. It's really cool. So this equipment from this movie, this mad scientist equipment, mm-hmm. was reused in movies. The equipment was reused for like mad scientist scenes and shit in movies. All the way into the 70s. Holy shit. Before they retired it, yeah. And I'm sure every piece of that equipment is owned by some private collector now. Yeah, for sure. Or got snuck off the lot. or You know what I mean? Like, how cool would that be? Super. So then, um, uh, Fritz is afraid of the thunder. And um, because he comes down off this rope, he made him climb up a rope. And Fritz comes down off this. He's like, are you done? He's like, yeah. He goes, we'll get down here. We got a lot of shit to do. So he comes down this rope. And then the thunder goes off, and he's like, eh. dude, this dude's afraid of everything. Until the monster comes, and he's a little asshole. Right. But anyway, I will talk about that when we get there. Right. So it's cool, because so Fritz is afraid of the thunder, and Dr. Frankenstein says, don't be afraid. If the storm keeps up, you'll have plenty to be afraid of before the night's over. <laughs> I love that line. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of when you were a kid, and you were crying, your mom would be like, I'll give you something to cry about. I'll give you something to cry about. Okay, okay. keep crying. I'll give you something to cry about. I'm like, you already did give me something to cry about. That's why I'm crying. Right. God damn it. <laughs> Said no to these zombie skittles. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> so then he shows Fritz what's on the table. And um, the monster's hand's like hanging out. He's like, look, it's perfect. No decay. No blood. Just a few stitches. And he's like, but look at this. And he peels back the sheet where the head's at, but the head's still wrapped up. Mm-hmm. They're milking the reveal of the monster for everything they've got. Right. So then um, he's like, it's time. So they're waiting for the storm to reach its height mm-hmm. so they can, you know, wheel him up to the top. He puts on his Beats headphones. Yeah, he's got his headphones on. And somehow he can listen and be like, oh, yeah, the storm's going to be great. Like, he can hear it. Chicka, chicka, you heard Limp Biscuit. Right. Limp oh Biscuit is right here. <laughs> <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Now I know rolling. y'all be loving Come this on. thunder right here. <laughs> L-I-M-P, Biscuit is right here. In case you forgot, I was going to say it again. <laughs> oh my God. Because if you don't care, then we don't care. <laughs> I talk all that shit, but I know the words, huh? All right. <laughs> they just keep rolling, rolling, rolling right, right off your tongue. It's just one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, right as the thunderstorm is reaching its height and they can do what they want to do, fucking Elizabeth and Victor and the doctor show up at the door. So he sends Fritz out to get rid of him, and he goes out. He's like, he can't have any visitors, and he's got his little tiny cane. He's got this little cane that's maybe a foot and a half tall. Right. To help his little scrunched over ass get up and down the stairs. <laughs> it's so funny. Look, going back up the stairs, remember he stops and adjusts Oh, and his he stops sock. and pulls up his sock. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> this was the same actor mm-hmm. that played Renfield in Dracula. So that was pretty cool. Damn. So they're reusing a lot of actors here. That's cool. Yep. 
So then Fritz won't let him in, so then they keep banging on the door. So finally, Frank, Dr. Frankenstein comes down. Because they yell up top. Yeah. Remember he's at, he's oh, yeah, like he's at, at the, the window. He's like, why don't you go away? <laughs> and then she's like, it's me. Yeah. Elizabeth. It's a me, Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, wah. While Luigi was with her for some reason. <laughs> so finally he goes down and lets him in. And um, they think he's crazy. Right. And he's like, crazy, eh? Even Victor says it. Yeah. He's like, crazy, eh? Well, why don't you come on upstairs? We'll see how crazy I am. <laughs> so then he takes him up to his lab. And he locks them in. And he's like, you'll have to excuse me. I have to take precautions. Sit down. Yeah, and he's like, sit down. And we talked about this. He makes Victor sit down, Elizabeth sit down. And then Fritz is like, don't touch that! And the professor was already like meddling with something. They ran over. He's like, professor, I need you to sit down too. I insist. And I was like, I was telling you, I was like... Mm -hmm. Damn, that was cool back in the old days. If you wanted somebody to do something that they really didn't want to do, all you had to say was, I insist. And if you were really serious, you'd have to say, I'm afraid I must insist. Oh, I, well, shit, okay, well, I wasn't going to do this, but now I, I guess I have to because you insisted. I implore you to reconsider. Right. Blow a cap in your ass. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. Yeah, you put a little gloves on and slap them. <laughs> That, that was chivalry for your ass. <laughs> men were men, gentlemen. Pistols at 15 paces or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so um, now he's got them all sitting there and he's like, this is some shit, ain't it? A crazy dude and three perfectly sane uh, people, you know, spectators. So he makes them all sit down and... Um, he was telling the professor, first he started out, out with animals, mm -hmm. like all serial killers do. <laughs> right. Then he said he had a human heart that he kept beating for three weeks. Three weeks. But now, he's discovered the ray that makes life. He said, you taught me about the gamma ray. You taught me about, about this the ray. beta ray. It's like, beta the ray, Bill? Sugar ray. Oh, dang. <laughs> I should have queued up from sugar ray. You should have. <laughs> he's you like, I found the ray that creates life. One day... In the eyes of a passerby. <laughs> so then he starts pulling levers and switches and turning a big old wheel. And they're raising the body up through the roof to where the lightning's at. And they, it's up there for a few minutes. <laughs> and everybody's like covering their ears like, oh, God. So then they bring it down slowly. And the big slab is coming down back to down to the lab. And they show the hand and it starts moving. And this is where you get the iconic. Like, yeah. It's alive! It's alive! <laughs> he goes batshit crazy. He goes nuts, and they're like trying to restrain him, and he's like losing his mind. And he says, in the name of God, now I know what it feels like to be God. <laughs> yeah. So the story about that is that actually that line is not on this videotape. Because up until recently, that line had been edited out because everybody thought it was blasphemous. So they just did a big thing of thunder when he says it but you can see his mouth moving mm -hmm. even though you don't hear what he says and then but on the dvd that i have they've restored it because they found the original sound uh recording of the movie mm -hmm. and it's cool because back then the sound recordings were done on giant records like these big they showed it it's like three feet wide Damn. record with the sound of the movie on it, yeah, it's really cool. My my thought with that, you know, with them saying that, you know, that was too much, 
Like, if that's the case, then isn't this whole movie blasphemous? Pretty much, yeah. Like, it is It is the epitome. That line is the epitome of this I movie. I guess there's just a line you don't cross back then. Like, gotcha. You know. not, not my Jesus. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't think The Exorcist would have gone over very well. No. In this no. Uh, time right here, this time period. Anyway, so then we cut to... Um, Victor and Elizabeth, and they're talking to Dr. Frankenstein's dad, who is the funniest, most crotchety old man ever. And uh, he's like, well, what's wrong with him? Why is he out there in that windmill? He's got a nice house. The a Baron. Nice bed to sleep in, and a beautiful woman to come home. And I'll tell you what's going on. You're afraid to tell me there's another woman. I'm going to find out what's going on. I was like, no, it's actually another guy. Right, right. <laughs> actually, uh, he's obsessed with a body, but... So they're like, no, you don't understand. And he's like, I understand. I'm going to go talk some sense into him. And then the the Mayor McCheeseburger comes in with a Burgermeister or whatever <laughs> burger, he's called. Yeah. The Burgermonster. There we go. That sounds the Burger right. Monster, The Burgermeister, I guess, because they're in Germany, mm-hmm. comes in. And he's like, I brought you some flowers, Elizabeth. And we would like to know when the wedding is going to be. And he's like, it might not be a wedding. If I can't get my son, talk some sense in two, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, but the whole village is set up. And he was like, get out. And he kicks the guy out. And he's all pissed off. And he goes, you see that? He's inconvenienced the Burgermeister. He's inconvenienced the village. He's inconvenienced you. And most importantly, he's inconvenienced me. <laughs> like, fuck that. I spent all his money. <laughs> right. I'll go get his ass. Bought the whole village free beer. Mm-hmm. So then uh, he said... um, He's going to go talk some sense into him. And they try to talk him out of it. He's like, no, I'm going. And then they, they go with him. So now they show Dr. Frankenstein sitting at a table. And it totally looks like he's hitting a blunt. Like, he's kicked back. <laughs> like, you can see, and like, yeah, how he, he was holding takes it. his whole head and he just blows it out. He was holding it weird, like. And he's like, man, Professor, that fucking shit the other night was off the fucking chain. It's off the hizzy part cheesy. Hard part cheesy. <laughs> said part cheesy. Yahtzee. Anyway, this fucking Yahtzee. <laughs> Snoop was sitting in the corner. It's all good, baby. It was like one, two, three, three into, into the, the folk. He's like, in here as he... he's like, I was in them corner hitting them switches and them lolos, girl. <laughs> So anyway, um, how you think Frankenstein got up there? Right, uh, somebody <laughs> had to get him high. Had to hit them switches. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, he says, uh, the professor's trying to convince him that his creation is going to be dangerous, and they're kind of arguing about it. And he's like, "You always say that people are crazy when they want to know things, like they want to know why the sun comes up or why the flowers bloom mm-hmm. or why this or that." And he goes, "They say they're crazy." He goes, "You know what?" If I could find out the answers to all that, I wouldn't care if people said I was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting thinking, like, I'm pretty sure you could go buy a school textbook and it would explain all that shit to you. Even in the 1930s, like, well, actually, I guess this was supposed to be like the late 1800s. Right. But still, I think they kind of knew how flowers bloomed and stuff back then. I don't know. So anyway, um, he says he's kept the creature in darkness for this whole time and they're about to bring him out. Another part of the reveal. Right. So they milked this for all it was because the creature comes backing into the room. Like, you can't see his face. And um, he comes in, and then he slowly turns around. 
Slowly I turn, step by step, <laughs> inch by inch. Anyway. Is that Edgar Allan Poe? I think so. Sounds about right. So then the, the, the creature slowly turns around and the light starts to cross his face and you get a full look at the monster, but that wasn't enough. They did a close-up of his face and his eyes are kind of sunk in and he's kind of rolled back and then they do a close-up of just his eyes. And he looks kind of retarded. Actually, it's so horrible. <laughs> and then it, it was just so funny the way they did that—the two close-ups. Mm-hmm. And you had commented how the editing was real snappy. Oh man, like, you could see it. And I was like, yeah, it's because they were doing it all by hand with film. There was right. no fade in, fade out, like all that. Let me go into the creative computer thing here, and whatever that studio program is called, blah blah blah, and I'll fix it. Right. So then, um. They bring him over and they're like, sit down, sit down. And he sits down and he goes, see, he understands me. And all before that, though, I forgot to tell you, but this part, this is important. He goes, um, but his brain, he goes, it just needs time to adjust. He right. goes, you should know. You should. It's a perfectly good brain. You should know it came from your classroom. And then he's like, the brain that was taken from my classroom was a criminal brain. And you see this look overcome Dr. Frankenstein like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's you you kind of see right there, he's like, oh, fuck. Fuck me running. And then he pulls a Sam Neill from Event Horizon and goes, you know what, though? It's just a brain. It's just tissue. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, was he wrong. So then they pull him out and they get him to sit down and like, see, he understands. So then stupid Fritz comes in with his goddamn torch. He's like, where's the monster? Where's the monster? Ah, there it is. And he puts the torch in the monster's face. And the monster's like, ah, And he doesn't like the fire. So now Fritz is kind of getting his rocks off on torturing the monster. Because, you know, he's a hunchback, so he's probably been fucked with all his life. So now it's mm-hmm. his turn. There, He finally found somebody more freakish than him to pick on. Mm-hmm. So then Dr. Frankenstein's like, put the torch away. And he keeps doing it. Right. And he's further agitating the monster, but he keeps shoving the torch at him. And he thinks it's funny. So they finally have to like knock him over the head, knock the monster over the head and knock him down and subdue him <laughs> and then carry him in and tie him up. So then um <clears throat> Anyway, um just as they get him chained up in the cellar, he's all fucking pissed off. Um then Fritz comes back down. And he's got a whip now, and he's whipping at the monster, and he's throwing Correct the fire. Correct that whip. Correct that whip. You can whip it. Start some monster shit. Anyway. You should have that queued up. That shit would have been so funny. Whip it. Whip it good. Um. So they've got him chained up in the cellar, and Fritz is still fucking with him, like a little fucking weasel that he is. So mm. annoying. And then um, they show uh, Dr. Frankenstein and the professor standing in the other room talking. Right. And you just hear Fritz screaming, ah! Ah! <laughs> and you're like, yes. yes, you fuck you, you little fuck. That's what you get. You fucking weasel. Yeah. So then they go running. It's Fritz. And at this point, I put... You're hearing, hearing lots of tard screams because it's the monster. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, they go down there and they open the door to the cellar and fucking Fritz is hanging there. He's all dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the monster's DX chopping him. <laughs> Suck it. Fuck with me. Suck it. <laughs> so, they, he's broken his chains. So they, like, slam the door just in time and lock the door, but he's pounding on it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are we going to do? And the professor's like, we have to kill him. He's like, we can't. It's murder. He goes, we have to put him down like an animal. Or in any second, he's going to come bust through that door and we're fucked. Right. So he's like, get the torch. You wait over there. Get me a syringe with some shit in it. I'm going to hide <laughs> around the corner. When he comes out and goes to you, I'll come up behind him and, and nail him with the syringe. Which is what they do. So they open the door. The monster comes out. Look, and I, and I told you from jump. As soon as they open the door, I'm like, he's not going to come out because of the fire. Because you got the torch, yeah. Clearly, you guys aren't, you know, thinking in this moment because, it, look, this is my thought. If we're trying to lure a monster out, if it's me holding the flame and you holding the syringe, you're going to be the first person that's seen. Right. Well, he was hiding around the corner, though, so yeah. the monster couldn't see him. So, but, yeah, he runs out and Frankenstein kind of lures him over and then uh, the professor runs up behind him and gets him with the, mm-hmm. the um, <laughs> syringe. syringe. But he still starts choking the Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he gets this look in his face like, uh-huh. you can hear the little birdies like flying around his head. He's like, Mark? <laughs> he like passes out. But he does this crazy thing with his hands like, <laughs> right, for you to for you to know that it's working. Yeah, the sedative is setting in. So then he passes out. And everybody in Dr. Frankenstein's family has horrible timing because no sooner does the... Uh, monster pass out and they gotta move him into the fucking uh into the dungeon again right then victor shows up and he's like dude elizabeth and your father are coming down the road right now they're almost here he's like oh shit he's like uh we have to get this monster back in here they're trying to move the body Mm -hmm. and then um dr frankenstein's dad and elizabeth show up and he's like, well, oh, stupid old windmill. Crappy. I don't know why he's doing it. I'm banging on the door. He's like, the door's locked. He's banging on the door. And then he's hitting it with his cane. Let me in. He's a crotchety old man. Old crotchety. So then uh, they go and they finally let him in. He's like, oh, disturbing place. And the torch is laying on the floor. He goes, what are you trying to do? Burn it to the ground? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he walked in talking shit. Oh, my God. He never stopped talking shit. So then... um. He's like, where is Vic? Where is Henry? I want to see Henry. And then the professor comes out. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I suggest you take Henry away from here at once. He goes, what the fuck do you think I'm here for, motherfucker? <laughs> Don't tell me what to do with my kid. Don't tell me how to raise my son. I know how to raise my son. A pitiful. A pitiful. Tell me how to raise my son. <laughs> so then um, Elizabeth goes up to Henry and he's in the room and he passes out. And she's like, oh, help, help. And they all run and they grab him. And they got him, like, on a couch, and they're like, we're going to take you home. And he goes, no, no, what about all my work? And the professor's like, I'll make sure your work gets preserved, and I'll take care of our uh, other problem. <laughs> you know, the... Uh, <laughs> he's like, all right, all right, cool, cool. And then the dad's like, you got a dead hooker back there, don't you? I knew it! <laughs> Not exactly. So then um, they take him, they take uh, Henry home, and the professor's there by himself, and he's going to dissect the monster, which isn't dead. I don't know why he thinks he's dead. Right. He's got him on the table, and he's got, like, his shirt pulled up, and he's making notes. He's like, I must dissect him immediately. Not only that, he didn't have him restrained. 
Yeah, he was just covered in a sheet. That not only he had he had it because we were like watching a, it, you were like, "Where are the straps at?" I'm like, "They didn't strap him down." It looked like the uh, what his deck was on was like a um, like old school slingshot. Right, right. So it's funny because his arm is hanging off the table, mm-hmm. and the professor kind of maneuvers himself between his arm and the table, and he's right. getting ready to cut him open. So the whole reason they did that was so the arm could start raising up behind him. Uh, and you were like, he's gonna grab his ass. Because <laughs> look, because he like his hand was like moving up and it stopped and it was like right neck. He grabbed his neck. <laughs> oh man, he fucking snatched him up by the neck, and that triggered me a little bit because my dad used to grab me like that. <laughs> and he automatically like I was like uh, he automatically like flinched. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, he grabs the professor by the back of the neck and like starts sitting up and you're like, oh shit, and um. He kills the professor. And then uh, he promptly escapes from the windmill. And he's it's cool because he's running around. Right. A lot of times they show Frankenstein's monster and he's like... Argh. This guy was kind of nimble. Yeah, this guy was running around, jumping over shit, chopping down trees. So anyway, so now they show Dr. Frankenstein at home and he's hanging out with Elizabeth in the backyard with the dogs... And, you know, they're getting reacquainted. They're talking about getting married again. And he's smoking and having a drink. They're making wedding plans. And now they're going to get married. Um, And they are... uh, Now they're at the actual wedding day. They've cut scenes to the actual wedding day. And he's in a suit. He's in a tux. And his dad's got this orange blossom headdress thing he's like your mother wore this when we got married 30 years and ago and hopefully in 30 more years your son will be wearing it when he gets married uh-huh, uh-huh. so a toast and they pour they bring out the some old wine that was his grandfather's he's like oh, it's my grandfather's but uh my grandmother wouldn't let him drink it <laughs> good lucky for us and they're pouring the wine he's like a toast to young henry frankenstein they all drink so this part was funny, and I pointed this out to you. Mm-hmm. <coughs> he pulls one of the dudes to the side, because all the maids are standing over there by themselves. Mm-hmm. He pulls one of the guys over, and he goes, hey, give some champagne to the help. He goes, this wine is lost on them. Like <laughs> They're not good enough for the wine. Give them some champagne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So then, give the servants champagne. The wine is too good for them, pretty much. So then um, everybody's partying in the streets, and they got their leader hosing on, and they're doing their little slappy dance. Slap dance. Slap dance. <laughs> and every, you find out everybody's getting free beer because it's a wedding day, and everybody's all happy. Free beer. Yeah. So then the monster comes running through the woods, and there's a little girl talking to her dad, and he's like, you stay here. I'll be right back, and then we'll go party with everybody else, and you can have a beer because we're German, and you're only eight years old, but you can drink beer. Because that's how we roll in Germany. And she's got she's carrying a fake cat. Mm-hmm. The cat is totally fake. It's all stiff. And then when they show a close-up of her holding the cat, she's got it by like the scruff of the neck, and this cat's like horrified. <laughs> <laughs> the cat just wants to murder her. So then she the father leaves and she goes down by the river where she lives in a van. I'm just kidding. Down by the bay. Where the watermelons grow. Back to my home. I dare not go. Or if I do, my mother will say, Did you ever eat some kiddos that taste like shit? Down <laughs> by the bay. 
So anyway, she <laughs> she's sitting there playing with some flowers, and the monster comes up, and she's like, "Oh, who are you? A stranger I've never seen before. Come sit with me." <laughs> they obviously didn't do stranger danger at the schools at this time. Nope. In the in the thirties or the late eighteen hundreds. So the she brings him over and she's like, "You can have these flowers, and I'll keep these flowers." And he's kind of smiling and digging, and he's like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And she's, "Look, you can make a boat." And she throws the flower in the water, and it's floating. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh!" So he throws the, so they're throwing flowers and making them float. So then he runs out of flowers, and he looks over at her, and he's like, "Oh, I'll just make this little bitch a boat." So he picks her up, and she's like, "What are you doing? You're hurting me! Stop!" And he throws her in the water. Splash! <laughs> and I put a... Uh, he made her He made her into a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, back at the village... Oh, yeah, and Frankenstein freaks the fuck out. Like, yeah. He was, oh, the, I better get the fuck out of here. Getting up out of here. Where's the Escalade? <laughs> Goddamn. Dang, I hit that shit. That's like the third time I've turned, and bam, it's like right I there. Know. Let me pull this back a little Crazy bit. Crazy shit. Anyway. Yeah, he freaks out. He's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> it takes off. So he realizes something wasn't right with what just happened. Right. You know what I mean? But he was honestly like, this is the thing about the monster. You start kind of feeling sorry for him because he's so childlike. Mm-hmm. He wasn't trying to hurt her. Mm-mm. He thought it was funny. I'll just throw her in the water and she'll float. We all float down here. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. So, and then he's like, oh, shit. I better get the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. So, but you kind of feel bad because you can see the pain in his face. Like, what did I do? Like, oh no, I didn't realize. So then back in the village, there's lots of leader hosing and dancing going on still. <laughs> and Elizabeth's in her bridal gown and she comes out and tells Henry that I, I need to talk to you. And then she's like, I'm not supposed to see you. She's like, no, no, I need to talk to you. So, and, so this was like right before their wedding. They were right? yeah, like minutes before they were about okay. to get married. And they go back in the bedroom and she's like, I just need a quickie. Hurry up. Right? <laughs> and she's like, um, I've been banging Victor for like three months, and I just got to get off my chest before I get married. And she didn't say that. But we're pretty sure that was going This on. ain't your baby. Right? This ain't your baby. <laughs> so she tells him she's like having premonitions that something bad is about to happen. Mm-hmm. And I got to say it that way for the second movie. Yep. And she's like, something bad's going to happen. I can just feel it. He's like, you'll be fine. So then... Victor comes busting in, and he's like, The professor's dead! And Marianne's not looking too good either. <laughs> so they go running out, and he's like, What? He's like, The professor's been found dead in the castle, and the monster's on the loose. So Elizabeth's going to come out. He's like, No, you stay in there. And he shuts the door and locks it. Straight up locks her in. And then they take off, and they're... Tearing the place apart, because trying to find out where the monster's at, because they heard a noise. I am about to say, so the, so the monster is now uh. there. So they're like, let's go to the cellar. He's in the cellar. Right. Not the wine. Right. <laughs> Not Granny's wine. So meanwhile, they show Elizabeth, while they're running around the house, Elizabeth's in the room, sitting there, and the monster comes crawling through the window I was like, behind her. Oh, cat burglar. Right? He's life, too. Like <laughs> Them big-ass clogs. Right? On. Those boots, by the way, I think they said they weighed like 18 pounds or some shit like that. That's why he clocked around the way he did. <laughs> so, he comes... He, this is so funny. He gets climbing <laughs> to the window. And he comes up behind her. He's kind of reaching for her. And then she gets up and moves. And he's following her. And she gets right by the door and she turns around. And they show a close-up of his face. And I don't know why this was scary back in the day, but it was funny. 
he like curls up one side of his lip like Elvis and he goes, <laughs> and she freaks out. <laughs> like when it when it happened, it almost made me feel like it was like a right exactly you know, like what's up baby argh. hey baby i don't know if it works can we try though right <laughs> let me just say it's uh you don't need to glow in the dark because uh it ain't hard to see <laughs> anyway so then everybody hears your scream so they come running and um they find the monster not there but elizabeth's passed out on the bed and they're like oh no so then um for a they second, I thought, to, I thought she was going to die. Right, exactly. So they cut to Maria's dad in mm. a zombie-like state, walking through the street, carrying Maria, the little girl, Maria's dead body, which was kind of morbid for that time period, I would say. Still we, morbid now. Right, but yeah, for that time period, it's probably really, really morbid. Right. She's all flopping around dead. And everybody's looking. And as he's going through, like, everybody's partying. And as he passes by, the party is stopping behind him. You can see they were slapping themselves. It starts getting slower and harder. They're like, what the? Oh, shit, what's going on? Let's follow to, this guy. Way to crash the party, loser. <laughs> so then he comes walking up and the burger, you know. Uh, burger Meister. Ma- Mayor McCheese comes out. <laughs> And he's like, what's going on? He's like, my daughter's dead. He goes, what the fuck did you bring her here for and ruin the party? He's, She's been murdered. And he's like, murdered? <laughs> no. So then he's like, it's the monster. It was the monster. So then they start, the mob automatically forms. Like, no fucking, like, it went straight from party to a mob in like two seconds. Rabble, 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 rabble. And so then um, Victor comes out. The wedding is ruined, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dr. Frankenstein comes out. And all of a sudden, he's not wearing his tux anymore. He's got like, his hunting clothes on. Look, and that was the first thing I said. I was like, oh, got them hunting clothes on. Right? Because those are like the equestrian pants. Those crazy the pants and the boots. Yeah. He's better he's going to play polo. Right. And then Victor's like, what are you doing? He's like, I created this creature with my hands. It will be destroyed with these hands. He pretty much, like your dad, I brought, brought you, you into in this, this world. world. I'll, I'll take, take you out, out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Victor's like, I'll come with you. And he goes, no, stay here and take care of Elizabeth. If anything happens, you have to take care of her. He's like, all right, shit, I'm going to go take care of her right now. I'm going to have to take care of her, you know, three or four times. Am, am I your John Redcorn? Right, oh my God. Now get back in there and massage my wife. No, heal my wife. Right, so then they all go out and uh, they're splitting up like, Dr. Frankenstein, you go up to the mountain. You guys go over there. I'm going to take these crazy guys over to the river. Where we got some boats and shit. Like, and uh, Burgermeister was like, I'm going to stay in the house. Right. I know. No, he was all <laughs> hyped to do it. He said, I think he's going to go by the banks and yeah. stuff like that. He's like, light your torches. And they all, for some reason, they all had torches automatically. Yeah. And they all started lighting the torches and the mob's pissed. So then um, they're tracking the, the, the monster through everywhere and they've got dogs and blah, 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 blah. The dogs are barking. So then finally, Dr. Frankenstein kind of goes up this little thing by himself and he runs into the monster and they start fighting. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you see the mob and you hear Dr. Frankenstein screaming, help, help. Like, it's Dr. Frankenstein. He's over here. Let's go. So they go running. Well, Frank, the monster had subdued him and like throws him over his shoulder and he's carrying him away. (laughs) And they like let the dog loose on him and everything. And he's running. He's got Frankenstein over his shoulder. 
Um, Boris Karloff actually sustained lifelong back injury from this doing this because uh, the director, James Whale, made him carry the actual actor up and down that mountain for like 40 takes or something like Damn. that just to be an asshole. Damn. And they were like, can he carry a dummy? He's like, nope. I'm saving that dummy for the windmill scene. Endless <laughs> 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 windmill. So they chase him up into the windmill, and he drops the doctor on the floor, and then he's like at the window, and he's like, Wah! Wah! he's like waving his hands all stiff and everybody. I like that movement. Mm-hmm. And um, so then the crowd is like, wah, 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 wah. you know, your basic mom. Right. So then the doctor wakes up and tries to escape the monster, like, catches him and they're like the big thing that's turning the windmills in the middle of the room because they're right at the, the top of the tower yeah mm-hmm. so they're like they do this great scene where dr frankenstein's on one side of it the monster's on the other and looking through it at each other like the creator looking at the creation type of thing and um so they start you know they start fighting again and then now they're out on the balcony and everybody can see them fighting and this is where the monster throws Frankenstein <laughs> over the edge and he hits the windmill, but it's so obviously like a stuffed dummy. Oh my like gosh. it's all loose and flailing around. And then it hits that fucking windmill and just it hit back first and bent in half all the way. And you're like, Oh he did, right. but he's not dead. No. He falls to the ground. <clears throat> like, it's Doctor Frankenstein, is he okay? Let's get him home. And you're like how the fuck is he alive? He got thrown off that windmill. Wait, 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 wait. I think it's fitting. He's alive. He's alive. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so now the monster has just gotten rid of the only thing that was in that windmill that was keeping them from setting it on fire. So the whole village sets it on fire and it's burning. And this is actually really sad. The monster's freaking out, and he's screaming. He's like, ah, 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 and you really feel sorry for him because, like, he's kind of, he was given this world. He didn't make it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't hate the play. I hate the game. <laughs> so the thing's burning down around him, and this big beam falls and knocks him down, and the whole thing starts burning and collapsing. So you're, and there was like, yeah, we did it. So then they cut to the next day or however many days later it is and all of the maids are walking and they're giggling tee hee tee hee and they've got a platter with like the wine and a glass on it mm-hmm. and they come up to the door, the bedroom door and Dr. Frankenstein's dad comes out and he's like, what do you bitches want? <laughs> like, we thought Ed Frankenstein could use some wine and in the back, you see Frankenstein laying, Dr. Frankenstein laying in the bed with Elizabeth, like, tending to him. Mm-hmm. And he looks totally fine. Mm-hmm. His hair is all combed. He's just kind of laying there. And you're like, he's not paralyzed from the waist down or nothing from that fall, hitting that fucking windmill, <laughs> and then falling off of it. Fell through that. <laughs> it didn't even fuck up the way he talked. <laughs> Motherfucker better kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I did not see that coming. I didn't either. I just came off the cuff right now. It's awesome. So then, the do- the the doctor's dad looks back, and he pours the wine, and he looks. He goes to go in the room, and then he, he kind of steps out and shuts the door. And he's like, he doesn't need this, but I do. But I- he's like, a toast to my son, and he starts drinking, and all the maids are giggling, and that's how the movie ends. 
and they roll credits. And mm-hmm. what did you say when that happened? I said, "What the fuck?" Because <laughs> yeah. I like it was so abrupt. I was like, "The right. fuck?" So that's how they did movies. Like mm-hmm. we told the story. The story's mm-hmm. over. We don't need to mm-hmm. recap anything. We showed that he's still alive. Mm-hmm. He's gonna live happily ever after with his wife. It's not one Done. of those spaghetti, you know, what you call it. Spaghetti Western. It's not Lord of the Rings with eight different endings. <laughs> when the fuck is this movie going to end? <laughs> Thou shall not pass. Right. So, scale of one to ten, what do you give Frankenstein? I give it a seven and a half. Nice. Um, the reason is, is because the... We, we talked about it last night off the mics. Uh-huh. Um, I'm so used to closure. Right. I'm so that's, used to... Because that's how they do movies now. I'm so used to the wrap-up, you know, yep. of, of why this makes sense. For this movie to be right, definitely. For this movie to be so straightforward, right? Um, it's kind of like we talked about that on The Exorcist too at the end, mm-hmm. when she was driving away and looking out the window, and I was like, if that had been a modern movie, she'd have been like, bah, bah, I'm not really gone, you know, leaving it open for some kind of sequel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that because that's not how they did it. It's cool to see how cinema has evolved through the definitely. years. Definitely. But it's kind of sad because I think it's evolved for a dumber audience. Mm-hmm. Like we talked before, like I hate those flashback scenes where the guy's supposed to be dead and he comes out and he's not dead. And you could in your mind go, oh, he didn't really die in that explosion. But no, they got to do a quick 10 second montage of how he survived the explosion. Mm-hmm. This is, look, he's not really, I'm not stupid. I can fill that in myself. You don't need to show it to me. I don't need to have it spoon fed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In fact, I want to give a shout out. I, I found a new podcast. Oh, shit. Because I'm about to quote them. Mm-hmm. I'm about to steal their material shamelessly. Damn. Um, okay, Carlos Mencia. Right? So, um, I just do nothing. <laughs> no, because they recently covered The Exorcist too, uh-huh. And I was like, I like listening to the podcast to do episodes that we've done. Mm-hmm. So I can hear, compare and contrast like, does, so give different me, ideas. Give me a sec. How did you actually find them? Uh, on Instagram. You were just perusing? like on No, the I always get stuff because I follow a lot of podcasts and horror podcasts mm-hmm. and VHS-related stuff. Gotcha. So this podcast is called Retro Video Store. Nice. Um, check them out. They're actually really good, um, if, especially if you're into shorter podcasts, not nice. like us. Right. <laughs> Their Exorcist episode, I think, was like an hour and ten minutes. I'm like, we did six hours on The Exorcist. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's cool because the one guy on there, and shout out to you guys. I'm not stealing your material. I'm giving you a shout out. I like the way he said this. He said, you have um, carbohydrate movies Mm -hmm. and you have protein movies. Gotcha. It's like the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mm -hmm. those are carbohydrate movies. Movies like The Exorcist, Get Out, Mm -hmm. Hereditary, those are protein movies. Gotcha. You see what he's saying? I was Mm -hmm. like... Gotta break that That's shit down. That's really fucking deep. The carbohydrates like burn off. Shout quick. out to you guys. I wish I remembered your names, uh, but good job. Damn anyway. right. Damn right. Damn right. But yeah, this is definitely a more of a carbohydrate movie because mm-hmm. I mean there's stuff you can delve into though. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. But we've been conditioned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when the movie just ends, we're like, it was, and it, and it oh, ended so okay. abruptly. But like, that's how society was. Wow. Like, no nonsense, kind of just get to the point. Let's get this done. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. What do you rate I, it? I give this movie a 10. Oh, I shit. love, dude. This is so, when I was a little kid, like, every Universal movie for me, all of them, The Wolfman, mm-hmm. The Invisible Man is fucking amazing, Dracula, Bride of Frankenstein, Creature from the Back Lagoon, my all-time favorite, uh, Bride of Frankenstein being my second all-time favorite. Damn. 
Yeah, this is what I grew up on. These mm-hmm. were the first horror movies I watched. So you know I, I, mean? I, I have to ask amazing. this. I, I, I was going to ask earlier. So is the is this considered the first like zombie movie? No, because he okay. wasn't a zombie. He right. was he was alive, mm-hmm. alive, alive. So this wouldn't this wouldn't be the the I guess the 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 first real. I don't want to go into too much, but the real first undead living dead zombie movie was mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead. Got you. Okay. Up until then, zombies were considered like voodoo slave people that weren't really dead, but the voodoo priest fucked them up and then buried them and then dug them back up, gotcha. and now they were mindless slaves. That's what a zombie was. Gotcha. Zombie wasn't a dead, reanimated corpse until Night of the Living Dead. Gotcha. And we'll talk about that in another day and time. Another probably. day and time. But um, yeah, just the, just the sets and mm-hmm. the music mm-hmm. and the atmosphere and the gothic look of everything and the... The beautifully painted sets in the background, right. and just the delivery of the lines and the the Hollywood nostalgia of it in and of itself, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. We can't ask for anything better. Right. Um, yeah, I give it a straight up ten. Hell yeah. So now we are going to take a short intermission, and we will come back and finish our double tap episode with the Bride of Frankenstein. Ow, ow. It's intermission time, folks, and that means it's time for a tasty snack. How about a stroll over to the refreshment counter for a delicious bite to eat? You don't have to worry about missing any part of the show because our announcer will let you know three minutes before the show starts again. See you over at the refreshment counter. Oh, I'm going to tell you a story. That's a favorite of mine. It's about two ghastly creatures built by Dr. Frankenstein. He was a monster. But they made him all wrong. Oh, Frankie the monster met Elsa in old Dr. Frankenstein's lab. He knew it was love from the very first sight when he saw her. Disguised as a bat, it's the only way to fly. He was a monster, but they made him all wrong. As soon as the wedding was over, Frankie started to dance all around. That's when the bolts in his neck came loose and his head
turn out your life Because somewhere that headless monster Still wanders through the night He was the monster But they made him wrong Now, a feature presentation. Oh, for very well. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Get ourselves some snacks. I have my mic down still. Sorry. Let's all go to the lobby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Burns. So anyway, okay, you guys ready to dive into Bride of Frankenstein? Because I know I am. All right. Bride of Frankenstein. So this is pretty cool. We got the same ad for this video cassette series that I got on Frankenstein. But this movie's cool because it starts off with Mary Shelley, the lady that wrote Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. And the actress that plays Mary Shelley is Ella Lanchester, who also played the Bride of Frankenstein. Nice. So, there she's chilling in her house with like uh, Lord Byron and this poet guy whose name I can't remember. <laughs> I meant to write it down and I forgot. But they're all kind of sitting around drinking and it's a stormy night. And Lord Byron's like, "Can you believe this young lady right here, this beautiful young woman, wrote the most chilling story of all time about Frank?" And he gives like a whole recap. Of what happened in Frankenstein, you know, mm -hmm. the mad doctor who blah 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 and this and that. And he goes, But I can't believe that's how the story ended. She goes, Oh, that's not the end of the story. And he's like, What? what? And she's like, Let me tell you what happens next. So then it goes right into where the other movie left off with the burning windmill. Mm -hmm. And the windmill's like burned to the ground now, and the villagers are all there still, like, Yeah. So then um, the crazy lady's there. I think her name is Millie. She's like, they killed that monster. He got what was coming to him. They should have killed him again. Blah, blah, blah. And she's kind of nuts. And she gets so disrespected through this whole movie. Some guy's like, will you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> you just can't tell me that because you're the Burgermeister. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, the Burg the, the Burgermeister. Burgermeister. Uh, you know, Mayor McCheese or whatever his name is, is there. And she's like, a lot of good you did. Everybody in the village getting murdered. What did you do? Blah, blah. He's like, shut up, lady. He's like, ah. So then um, they're carrying Henry home. So this like shows you what happened while, you know, right after, like before the cut scene at the end of the last movie. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. They, they, the good old dummy throw. They picked up the. They picked up the dummy. Because, <laughs> because in the last scene it says, you know, we're gonna take him home, you know, so he can rest or. Whatever. How the fuck is he still alive? <laughs> and Red Fox is there, and he's like, "You big dummy, you big dummy." <laughs> so then they carry Henry home, and then Hans and his wife, who are Maria's parents, mm -hmm. come up after everybody leaves. And he wants to see the monster's body. And sh and his wife's, like, begging him not to do it. And she's like, just come home. Just come home. It's bad enough I lost our... We lost our daughter today, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm not going to rest until I see the monster's body and know that he's dead. So then Han... Um, Hans falls... Actually falls down into the hole. 
and he lands in some water. So apparently there was like a, a little lake or river underneath the mm-hmm. the windmill, which makes sense because it's a windmill. That's what windmills do. So I was they make power, either, water power or whatever. It's either water or... Wind power, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of water under there. So automatically they're explaining to you how the monster lived. He fell into the water or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Hans falls into the water. And he's, like, swimming around, trying to get out. And then the monster comes up. And he fucking kills Hans. So then he starts, yeah. So then he starts climbing up, and Hans's wife is at the top. She's like, Hans, come on. And this hand reaches out, and she's like, I'll help you out. And she grabs the hand and pulls it, but it's not Hans, it's the monster. And she starts screaming, and the monster comes out. And it's so funny. He just fucking grabs her and throws her down the hole. <laughs> See you, bitch. And so, ah, <laughs> splash. It's a long way down. Yeah. So now he. Yeah. So he killed her and threw her in the water. So um. So this is my thought, just just on that part. So you can throw a motherfucker off a windmill, you hit it, and live. Right. But this old lady falls in some water. Well, if I remember right, I think he killed her before he threw her right down there. I think oh, okay. he like choked her, or broke her neck or something, and then threw her down there. So then the monster's free. And um, for some reason, old Millie is still hanging around there. And the monster comes up to her and she's like, ah! She freaks out. Oh, my God. She starts running. And so now they brought Henry home and Elizabeth comes out. And now Elizabeth's a brunette instead of a blonde. She was doing what? Ah! No, no, no. what, What did she do after she screamed? Oh, she took off running. Running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, running. Look, it crossed my mind, so I was like, fuck, we gotta do it. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Wait, he's a, let's get it started. It's so funny. So now Millie's running through the street screaming, the monster's alive, the monster's alive. They're like, Shut the fuck up, Millie. We're trying to sleep. <laughs> and then she runs into the house. The monster's alive. Shut the fuck up, Millie. Nobody believes her. And she even says, nobody believes me. <laughs> right? You're crazy, bitch. It's all because I hit the sauce too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I think Tupac Shakur is a Jewish holiday. <laughs> no one believes me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when they bring Henry up, they think Henry's dead. And like I said, Elizabeth comes out, and she is a brunette now instead of a blonde. She's mm-hmm. a different actress. And she's like, oh, Henry, Henry. And then he starts moving. And it's funny. They're like, he's, he's alive. Alive. <laughs> alive. They, man, they played that For sure. line to the hilt in this movie. So then Henry's not. Uh, Henry's in bed now, and Elizabeth's talking to him about, let's just pack everything up and get out of here and go away and leave all this behind. Henry starts talking crazy again. So Henry is the same actor mm-hmm. from Frankenstein. He's playing the same role again. So Henry's kind of jumped between being sane and being crazy. Like, he was totally crazy at the beginning of the movie. Oh, he's alive! Alive! I'm like, God! And then later, he was kind of calm and like, I gotta stop the monster that I created, and I gotta kill him myself, and blah, blah, blah. Right. And now he's looking crazy again. Maybe it was that fall off the windmill, I don't know. Henry's not satisfied, and he's dreaming again about creating life. And Elizabeth's talking about seeing ghosts in the room, and now she's clairvoyant for some reason. She's, like, psychic. <laughs> and she's like, there's ghosts all over the room. And then Right some, there. Right. So then someone comes knocking at the door, and now it's, like, the middle of the night. 
and Crazy Millie comes down in her like nightgown and she opens the door and it's Dr. Pretorius. Dr. Pretorius is this crazy looking old fool, like oh very very sinister. I'm here to see Ed Frankenstein. And um so then she lets him in and she comes in, she's like, Hey doctor, it's Dr. Pretorius here to see ya. I got a question. Sure. What happened to kooky ass dad? I I don't know because the Burgermeister guy is a different it's actor. A, He's yeah. got a big old fucking mustache. Fuck, the it's German a fake mustache. ass. Yeah, I know. That shit looked like a fucking push broom. Like that dude, yeah, like that dude used to push the broom around and wiggle his mustache. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they showed the dad, but it was a different actor, and they didn't say it was the dad, so you don't know it's the dad. Gotcha. I don't know. So then um, uh, Dr. Pretorius comes in. And he's talking to Dr. Frankenstein, and he introduces Pretorius to Elizabeth, and he's like, he used to be the doctor of philosophy at the university, but he was he was uh, let go, and he goes, boot it out, you mean? Like, he had some crazy ideas, and they booted him out. Right. And you don't really go into it, but you can kind of tell he's crazy. So he's telling Dr. Frankenstein he wants to work with him again and continue his experiments, and he says, I also have created life. And he's like, What? And then he talks Dr. Frankenstein into going with him to see what he's done. So they get to his lab, which it didn't take much persuasion at all to talk Dr. Frankenstein into jumping back into this shit. Right. He's like, oh, I didn't learn my lesson. We could probably do this again. I'll do it right this time. You know what I mean? Like, I'll right. do it right this time. Like, when you're dating that crazy lady and you and you get back together with her, like, oh, it'll be different this time. I know she tried to stab me and went to jail for, you know, a few months, but she's out now and she's reformed. It'll be different. Day-day. That crazy oh bitch back God. again. Day, day, day. <laughs> What's she doing with that big ass key? Oh my God. <laughs> I was thinking more like the first Friday. She said she looked like Jan Jackson. She looked like Freddie Jackson. She looked more like Freddie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're having a drink together at his lab. And he's like, let me show you what I've been doing. And he brings out um, this little coffin. And this little coffin is filled with glass cases. But they're covered up with... Uh, with like cloth right and he starts setting them out one by one and he's like check this out what is that velvet he's i grew <laughs> life and he's pulling the he's pulling the uh cloth off the off the little glass cases little curtains and they've got little tiny people inside them which is really weird i don't know why they did this it's so crazy like little two inch tall people right he's like i made a king and then i made a queen and then i made a cardinal and it was oh man i'm gonna fuck this up who's the cardinal's quarterback Kirkpatrick um no. Fitzpatrick? No. That's, he's the Miami's quarterback. No. The, who's the Cardinals quarterback? Right now? Yeah. Kyler Murray. Oh, it's not Fitzpatrick anymore? No. Oh. You, mean, you mean Carson Palmer? Carson Palmer. You mean Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. He, that was it. Fitzgerald. Yes. He's, he's the wide receiver. My bad. You're right. Whatever. You're, you're definitely your bad. That's, you know what? My thing is horror movies, mm-hmm. obviously, because I lose money on football bets. I'm about to say, and you're a Dallas Cowgirls fan. I am. I ain't afraid. Mm-hmm. I ain't afeard. Mm-hmm. We them boys. <laughs> so some people would say, since I'm a Cowboys fan, that I do indeed know nothing about football. <laughs> then another person would say, yeah, you're polished. You guys got five rings. Or right, or right, six. right. I don't know. We're, it's a, we're, like the Phoenix Suns, it's a rebuilding year <laughs> for the eighth year in a row. Anyway, I digress. I haven't said that this whole episode, so I'm glad, mm, glad to get you to say to. it. So anyway, the case are filled with little people. He made a, a king, a queen, a bishop, 
Um, he made a devil guy, which is pretty cool. And he's got one with water in it with a mermaid. And he's like, I was fucking with seaweed DNA, and mm. this is what I made here. So he grew them, but I guess he can only grow them small. And he like, said, you know how to do life-sized. Life, yeah, right. Or something like that. We get together, you know. We can do this. You take two steps forward. I take two steps back. We come together because opposites attract. Oh. <laughs> and then in one of the little glass cases, Rick Moranis was in there. And he's like, honey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so then uh, he's like, Dr. Frankenstein, you made a man. He goes, I want to make a woman. And Dr. Frankenstein was like, you might have something there. So meanwhile, Frankenstein's monster is running around in the woods again. And he sees a female sheep herder with her sheep or whatever. Meh, meh. And um, she sees him and freaks out and falls into the water. So then he jumps in trying to save her, but she's screaming. And these two guys come around and they the lady's screaming, but he was trying to save her. But mm-hmm. it looks like he was attacking her. So they start shooting at him. <clears throat> and he takes off running. So now the mob is back together again. They've gotten the band back together. <laughs> the mob is out again looking for the monster. And he's running. He's being pursued again by the mob. He's like, this something vaguely familiar about this. So then um, he gets up on this, like, big like overlook thing and the two guys come around and he picks up a big old boulder and throws it down and he crushes them with the paper mache boulder and um the mob like overtakes him like all these guys just jump him and they've got him all subdued and they tie him to like a a A log and like string him up and they're carrying him like on return of the jedi Mm mm-hmm when the Ewoks were carrying Han and them through the forest. <laughs> That's how they have Frankenstein monster. And they're taking him through the fucking village. And they've got him all tied up. And they take him back to the village. And they put him in a dungeon and they strap him to a chair. I don't know why they didn't just try to kill him. Like, they're trying to put him in jail. It's really no, weird. No, no, because the Burgermeister says, don't, don't, you know, as they're putting him on that tree. Uh-huh. As they're, you know, tying him down. Don't, uh-huh. I think he says, like, don't hurt him or something like that. Well, why? I don't know. Mayor McCheese. I was don't like, know. Mayor McCheeseburger was taking him through. So, anyway, they, they like, uh, they strap him to a chair. And uh, the fucking crazy Millie's looking through the window. That's the monster. I told you he was alive. He's right there. And again, they're like, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up. Millie. <laughs> so then the monster, they all leave and they leave two guys like in charge of him. The monster promptly escapes. He just easily breaks his bonds. And I put, he kills a guard. He kills a guy. He kills a girl. And he kills another dude. And then he kills Frau Newman. And we know it's Frau Newman because the, ah! He's killed Frau Newman. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a body count of, uh, let's say this again, a guard, a guy, a girl, another dude, and Frau Newman. So um, then there's some, uh, what did I say? Um, the monster wants food. And there's some gypsies around a fire, and they're cooking and shit. Because <laughs> I, like, like, I pointed this out. I was like, oh, gypsies? Fucking gypsies. <laughs> it's not gypsies. a universal horror movie without gypsies. Fucking gypsies. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then the monster wants food, so he kind of comes up to the fire, and he's kind of putting his hands on like, uh, uh, like he just wants food. Right. But they freak out, like, oh, my God. And they try to fight him, and he runs away. And he's running through the woods again, and he comes up on another little cottage, 
and he hears like violin music playing and he likes it. He likes the music. And there's like a blind guy in there. And the blind guy's playing the violin and um the monster comes to the door and he's like, "Who's there? Who is that? Who is that? I I'm blind. I I can't see anything. Uh who who's there?" And you think that it's going to be Frankenstein at the door, but... It wasn't Frankenstein. It was indeed John Cena. Your time is up, my time is now. See what I did there? <laughs> he couldn't see him. Huh? You're so huh? funny. But anyway, I'm sorry. He's I, here all week. I'm here all week. Try the veal. Try the veal. My mother is still sucking cocks in hell. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. <laughs> so anyway, the blind guy is like, who is that? And he's like, ah, ah. And he's like, oh, you can't talk. Come in, come in. So the guy, the blind guy invites him in and he wants to help him. And they kind of make friends with each other. And he gives him some soup. He's like, here, have some soup. And then the he's he's eating the soup, and the blind man's very pious and like very spiritual, and he's totally like, uh, the Lord has blessed me. I've been waiting so long for a friend. He's so like serious and over dramatic, you know, like right these and thous, and he prays. He starts praying. He's like, thank thee, Lord, for blessing me with thou child that thou sent to me in the midst of my loneliness. Whatever he was saying. So then, um, yeah, Frankenstein's like, it was kind of weird, but Frankenstein's like crying. Like he's so touched that he finally found somebody who's not afraid of him. Like he's got tears in his eyes and like, Oh, he's crying. That's really sad, but it's really cool at the same time. You're seeing the human side of him, you know, right? That he's really being judged a lot on the way he looks and that the pre, um, preconceived ideas people have about him being a murderous monster so nobody gives him a chance mm -hmm. so now they're friends and he's uh, teaching him a lot of stuff um, I said he teaches Frank a lot of shit um, and I don't <laughs> it doesn't really show he teaches Frank a lot right, of shit it doesn't really say how long he's been there but you gotta assume he was there for a while cause he's starting to learn how to talk right so he starts talking and um, they hit a blunt which I you know I guess was <laughs> Probably because okay, so they're eating and he's like, food's good. And he's like, here, have some wine. And he's drinking. He's like, mm, uh, good. Drink, drink. So then he lights a like. This thing looks like a blunt. It's a cigar, but it totally looks like. A, and the way he's lighting it and puffing on it, like, dude, right? He's totally hitting that shit. And then Frankenstein's monster kind of freaks out a little bit. He's like, oh, the fire. Ah, and he's like, no, no, no. It's smoke. Smoke is good here. And he gives it to him. And I don't know why, because if you've ever smoked, the first time you smoke, you choke your ass off. Right. But not the monster. He takes a hit of that, and he's like, Mmm, yeah, smoke good. Smoke good. <laughs> and he's getting baked out of his mind. So then um, two guys are... Oh, so then he asks the guy to start playing the music again. He hands him the violin. Right. And he starts playing, and Frank's, Frankenstein's monster's like, swaying around and kind of dancing in his chair a little bit and he's happy perfect moment for these guys right they're getting right. along they're friends nobody's dying but so these two guys are walking by and they've got guns like they're out hunting so they stop 
<laughs> to ask directions or whatever. And then they're like, oh my god, it's the monster! And the blind guy's like, what? And they start shooting at him. And then they're fighting with him, and they knock this fire over, and the cottage catches on fire. So now the monster takes off, and they drag the blind guy. The two guys drag the blind guy, and he's like, no, stop, he's my friend. And, um... Why so, did this always happen to right? me or something like that? Not again. So then his only happiness is gone now, which totally sucks. So now he's running through a cemetery, and he's all pissed off, understandably, because right. he just wants to be left alone. And he crawls down into this mausoleum. He pushes over the... Oh, yeah. Like, oh, man. Grr. He's like, fuck this. Grr. Fuck this cross. Grr. Fuck this statue. He's like knocking shit over. So then he finds an open mausoleum, and he crawls down into it. <laughs> Excuse me. And I'm going to stop here and have another Skittle. Oh, shit. <laughs> Thought I forgot, huh? Y'all must have forgot. Well, I got five Skittles left. We got to get it. I want to get through these before while we get through this episode. So here we go. I got a purple one. What do you got? Green? All right. Here we go. Oh, yeah. It's grape. Mine's good. Oh, no. <laughs> You're making a face at me. Are you fucking with me or is it? <laughs> Roman can't even eat him at this point. He's just spitting him out. Mmm. <laughs> Woo. Mine was grape and it's really good. Fuck you. <laughs> Mine was green and it's really bad. <laughs> it tastes like Frankenstein's dick. <laughs> Fuck you, Jasper. <laughs> Look, I got two half-eaten ones right there. <laughs> I know. And you just spit one into a random cup. I can't even, like, enjoy Skittles. <laughs> it's ruined Skittles for me. I don't want to eat Skittles anymore. All right, fuck it. Let's go again. All right, I got one more. I got, a, I got a blue one this time. I got an orange one. All right, here we go. All right. Berry. That's pretty good. All right, that's an orange one. Shit berry. I'm just kidding. No, it's good. All right. Okay. I got to go. All right, let's carry on. I I got could, th we got three left. I could eat a, you know, I can finally eat one in peace because good gravy. Right. That's you got four. a lot of them in there. That's four. I just got lucky, I guess. Fuck you, Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so it goes down in the mausoleum. And just as he's kind of hanging around down there, Dr. Pretorius shows up with two thugs and they're like grave robbers. Right. And they're looking for more they're looking for more bodies. But in this case, I guess they were looking for bones to put inside the body. Cause they dig up a grave and like she was only nineteen years old, which is the age Mary Shelley was when she wrote Frankenstein. Nice. I think they did that on purpose. Nice. So they open up the grave and they're looking and he's like, She must have been quite a looker in her time, you know. Like, the bones are in good shape. Go ahead and take this wait, one. Wait, 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 wait. So, um, Frankenstein comes down the mausoleum. Uh-huh. Then, remember, he falls, and he breaks the coffin, and there's a girl in there. And he's looking at, he's, he's like... Oh, you're right. I forgot about that part. Oh, like, he fell down and broke uh, the coffin. And he was kind of rubbing her face a little bit. Right. I thought... Because that was the part use... where I was like, dead girls don't say no. <laughs> I thought they were going to use that, that body. body. Yeah. Because it, it would have made perfect sense. Love at sense. first sight type shit. Right. It would have made you. perfect sense. I'm picking up what you're laying down. Damn right. I smell what the legacy's cooking. Uh -huh. It's called zombie. 
Skittles. Skittles. <laughs> we'll call these zombie shittles. Shittles. <laughs> Shit. Oh my god. Yeah. So then um, he tells the grave robbers to take the dead body back to his lab. He's going to hang out there for a minute. He's like, I like it. I like it here. And then I automatically thought of Trash from Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> I like it. It's a statement. <laughs> so fucking crazy ass Pretorius sits down and like on the coffin, he's like laying out some food and some drink and he's going to kind of chill there and have dinner, which is weird in and of itself. Hell yeah. I mean, I can't talk much shit because I used to like doing picnics in graveyards. I've done that quite a bit in cemeteries. My, uh, yeah, it's something I used to do quite on a regular basis, actually. And then I used to like walking around and reading the, the headstones and shit. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, you know, something like walking around, reading whatever, you know. Yeah, I read the headstones and then like um, sometimes I'll Google the names and you can find the stories of like what actually happened to the people. It's fascinating. Like... I'll spend hours in a, in a graveyard in a cemetery. You're like, holy fuck, Frank. Right. They put you back together? Like, right. Humpty Dumpty? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, there was one in Phoenix that I, because the, the girl was only like 20 years old and it said she would, had been an like, upcoming actress or something. Mm-hmm. And I Googled it and she had been murdered by her boyfriend. Damn. Yeah, and there was a whole news story on it and shit back in the 80s. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. But anyway, that's kind of just shit that I like to do in my own time. But anyway, Pretorius is, like, having dinner, and he's got a skull, like, sitting up there with him, and he's talking to the skull and shit. And then the monster comes over, because he lights a uh, cigar, Mm -hmm. and the monster's like, oh, smoke good. Mm, Let me hit that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Puff, puff, puff. Right? (laughs) Puff, puff, puff. That's good shit. Smoke. no seeds, no stems, no sticks. <laughs> Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Sticky, icky, icky. Ooh-wee. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes up to Pretorius because he wants some of the smoke. And Pretorius sees him, realizes who he is, and doesn't freak out at all. He's like, hey, I've been looking for you. Hey. What a coinky dink. What's up, good looking? Yep. So then he starts talking to him. He gives him a cigar, and they start talking. And he's like, I'm working with your old master, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you make man like me? And he goes, no, a woman, a friend. He goes, yes, I want friend. Friend with benefits. <laughs> <laughs> friend, good. Right? And snow, this is where... Snow, snow. <laughs> snow, snow. So then um, he says... Made me from dead. Don't like living. Hate living. Love Love dead. dead. I'm like, yeah, I can relate with that. So then, um... Because you're fucking goth. You're like... Yeah. You're you're holding your eyelid down. Fuck (laughs) life. Right. Death, great. You know what? In my younger days, that was totally me. I've been known to paint my fingernails black here and there. And wear a little eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. That was look, me back in the day. I'll find some pictures. Look, you couldn't wear trip pants, so you had to wear trip wrists. I had, I totally had the trip. I pulled them out on you. I was like, "Damn, son!" And yeah, I didn't. I didn't ever do like the mesh shirt. That would have been ugly. That would have been bad. Oh god! I'm you're like, I'm ugly, a, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat another Skittles. <laughs> gonna put myself out of misery and eat right. another Skittle. Right. So then we cut to back to the house, and Crazy Millie comes out, and she's like. Dr. Pretorius is back. 
And Elizabeth, and he's there by himself. And then Elizabeth comes out, and she doesn't like him. And um, they're him and Doctor Frankenstein are about to leave. And he says he's ready to move forward. And um, Doctor Frankenstein's pretty fucked up by all this. He doesn't want to do it now. All of a sudden, he's in his sane mind again. Right. And he's like, you know what? I really don't want to do this. So, Pretorius is like, well, I've got someone here who might, you know, convince you. It's very WWE-ish. Mm-hmm. And the monster's music hits. No, I'm kidding. So, Pretorius opens the door, and the monster's standing there. And he's like, whoa, wait a minute. So, um, Dr. Frankenstein freaks out and he's like, make him leave. I don't even want to be in his presence. I won't even talk to you about it until he's gone. So, um, the monster goes back out and as Pretorius is closing the door, he looks at me, he goes now, now, like he was giving him instruction. So the monster goes to kidnap Elizabeth. And as he's doing that, the crazy lady again sees that Elizabeth's gone and the monster's taking her. And she freaks out. Ah! Ah! She comes running down the stairs screaming. Ah! She's gone! The monster is taking her! Ah! And then, like, shut, shut the, the fuck up, Millie! <laughs> <laughs> so then Pretorius is pretty much blackmailing Dr. Frankenstein and saying, um, she's, she'll be safe and you can have her back. All you got to do is come help me. So the monster takes her to a cave and drops her off in there kind of to hold her prisoner. So Dr. Frankenstein and Pretorius now are working together in the lab and um, they're trying to get a heart beating and they can't keep it beating. It's irregular. I'm about to say it, was, it had an irregular, irregular heartbeat and then it died pretty much. And he goes, we need a better heart. And so Pretorius like snaps his fingers and those henchmen show up and he's like, hey, bitches, go get me another heart, yo. <laughs> So they take off to get him another heart. And the monster's impatient. He's like, do it now. Do it now. And so Pretorius drugs him to shut him up because he's like all impatient and wanting it now, now, now. Mm-hmm. And so they drug him. And um, he lets Dr. Frankenstein speak to Elizabeth. And he's like, it's going to be okay. You know, the whole On thing. On a telephone. On a telephone, which is weird because I think they forgot it was supposed to be the late 1800s. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. But he was like, look, I'm, I'm going to give you this, and it's going to, you're going to hear her voice. I thought it was right. going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy shit. And I was like, it's a telephone. Okay. Right. So all of the parts are in place now, and the storm is coming, and Pretorius is excited. We've got another heart. And you kind of thought they were going to take Elizabeth's heart, but they didn't. So now they're trying to capture lightning with kites. They've got kites up in the air like Benjamin Franklin. And the electricity and shit's, like, going off and flashing. And um, Frankenstein's monster wakes up, and he's pissed. He's like, ah! And he grabs one of the cronies that's up with the kites. He just fucking grabs him and throws him off the roof. And that dummy again falls. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love a good dummy throw. So um, they take the woman's body up. And all the lightning shit happens, like in the first movie. And then it comes back down. And it's just like the other movie. The hand starts to move. And they take the sheet off her head. And there's bandages, but her eyes are exposed. Mm -hmm. And her eyes pop open. And what does Dr. Frankenstein say? 
boner. She's alive! Alive! Now he's crazy again. Okay? Right. So he's really jumping back and forth. So they start unwrapping her. And they get the head unwrapped, and she's got, like, the sheet hanging down, and it's the basic Bride of Frankenstein that you're used to seeing. And she, she steps up off the table, and she's standing there. And they're almost playing, like, a wedding march with bells and shit in the background. Mm-hmm. And Pretorius goes... The Bride of Frankenstein. And it's like, hey, he did it. He said the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a that's a great scene, though, with her standing there and them standing on either side of her. And they're, like, introducing her. Here she is, everybody. The Bride of Frankenstein. So um, then the monster comes in. And he's like, all right, it's on now. I'm going to get some monster booty. Get some monster booty. <laughs> and before we go on, we got three Skittles left. And we're almost at the end of the movie. Three Skittles. So I got another purple one. What do you got? I got all red? red left. I got uh, two purples and a blue, and I'm about to eat one of the purple ones. You got a, red, you got a bullshit one, I guarantee that's please, bullshit. Please be great. Huh, it's great. All right, I got a good one, too. I wish I had thought about this. We could have put some serious money on these, like just throwing dollar bills down. <laughs> that would have been funny. What no. you got? What you got? Okay, you got it. Let's see. Here we go. Go again. Here I was again. trying to figure out like a trivia game or something to do where you had to eat a Skittle <laughs> if, you got a, if you got a question wrong, but I was like, in order for this to happen... We would have to know which ones were bad and which ones were good? No, but you're taking a chance. I would have to be asking you horror questions. You would have to be asking me like sports questions. Gotcha. Because... It would have been unfair otherwise. All right, here we go. I got a blue one. Got a red one. All right. Sweet. That's a regular one. This is bullshit, okay? The blue one's berry. It's very, very tasty. (laughs) I hope this last one of yours, because, look, we might as well just go for the trifecta here. Roman's going to whoop my ass. He's so pissed right now. Yo, it's been four. I've had four. I got two. Are you sure it was two? Might right. have been fucking one. I got two. This is bullshit, okay? Remember I was saying, I think the second one was worse than the first one. Oh, yeah, one. yeah, you definitely And did. it got stuck in my teeth. All right, come on. Right, now, I got a purple one. It's great. I got another red one. All right, here we go. Hang on. In fairness, do you want to trade Skittles? Fuck no. You sure? I'm positive. <laughs> I'm fucking positive. Because, look. All right, I gave you a chance. You did. I'm just saying. You definitely did. All right, here you we try go. to bamboozle one. me, dog. Two. Yo, I'm gonna be fucking pissed if this is bullshit. All right, here we go. <laughs> what you do? It's great. <laughs> no way. You don't have another bad one. There's no fucking way. Are you are you bullshitting or is it really bad? Oh my god, that was five. Was that five? Yes. Holy shit. At first, I was just bullshitting. I promise you I was. I swear to God. I did not set it up that way. It was totally random. I had him sitting in this little thing right here. Look, that's bullshit. I promise you. I got off. <laughs> I got off pretty good on that one. So now we're done with the Skittles. I would say if we're going by the bad ones, you won. Holy shit. Because you got five and I got two. <laughs> Look, I feel like the Looney's song should be playing in the background. I got five. But the 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 scary one. I picked up some <laughs> shitty skills. <laughs> that was definitely I got fun. Five on it. 
Oh my god. I'm gonna kick you right in sack. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was fun though. Oh man. There you go, people. Zombie Skittles. Pick some up. Have fun with your friends too. Now he's chewing on ice. He's trying to get that taste out of his mouth. I'm gonna take my last drink of tea here. All righty. Okay. We are in the home stretch. Shit. A Bride of Frankenstein. So the monster comes in and sees her, and he's like, God damn! <laughs> damn, how you put her together? Right? Sheesh, you took your time. He's like, who put you together, baby? Sheesh, hubba hubba. So then she sees the monster, and she starts screaming and freaks out. She's like, ah! <laughs> and, you know, she's got, like, the beehive hairdo with the big white stripe going mm-hmm. through it. Like, you know, classic. You guys know what she looks like. So then they sit her down, and he sits down next to her, and they're trying to keep her calm. I thought this was weird. Every time she freaked out, she ran to Dr. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like she was kind of... Hot for him? Yeah, like she had a little thing for him. He's like, I'm going to give me some dead shit. Yeah. <laughs> so then... um, They sit down, and the monster's trying to hold hands with her, and this is really sweet. Like, he's, like, stroking her hand and, right. like, trying to be really gentle and nice with her. And she freaks out again and starts screaming, and she jumps up and runs over to Dr. Frankenstein again. And he goes, uh, she hates me like others. You know, pretty much, everybody hates me. Okay, why do you think that is? Because I'm a murdering monster? Okay, that's a good reason. Why else? (laughs) I went through the village and killed a bunch of people and drowned a little girl and threw a bunch of dummies off the roof and stuff. Okay, what can you do about that? I'm probably just going to burn all this shit to the ground. So he goes over and he, there's, for some reason, there's a lever in the lab that will blow the whole fucking thing to kingdom come. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why Pretorius would have put that in there, but he goes over and for some reason the monster knows what it is and he goes over there and Pretorius is like, don't pull that lever, it'll blow us all up. Look, he stopped here. So then Elizabeth's at the like the little door thing, and Dr. Frankenstein runs over and grabs her, mm-hmm. and they run over to the door to get out, and they've got the door open, and they look back, and the monster goes, go, you belong to live, we belong dead, and he pulls the lever as they run out, and the bride, this is so fucking cool, as he's pulling the lever, the bride looks at him and goes... <laughs> She, like, hisses at him, and he pulls the lever, and everything starts blowing up, and the bride, Pretorius, and the monster all die. The castle, like, collapses, and then Dr. Frankenstein and Elizabeth are getting away, and they're running away from the castle, and the whole thing's exploding and collapsing in on itself, Mm -hmm. and once again, roll credits. (laughs) That's it. Yep. That's somewhat. That's the end of, of Bride of Frankenstein. Happy ending ish. Ha- well, that's what Frankenstein's monster wanted—a happy ending, but the bride wouldn't give him one. That blows. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there was that whole uncomfortable part when he was in the cottage with the blind man that we didn't oh talk about. Oh my gosh! Where the blind—he's <laughs> laying on the bed and the blind man's praying over him. No, 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 he made him—he made him lay down. Remember, yeah, he, he like, made him lay down and he's sitting with him and he's like talking and like praying. And then his head's like bobbing up and down, and it totally looked like he was giving the monster a blowjob. Yeah, it it, yeah, it was. 
Oh my god! And the one other thing I didn't talk about in Frankenstein that I wanted to point out when they when they showed him the light for the first time, mm-hmm. Boris Karloff acted his ass off in this movie. Mm-hmm. But from not being, it's always hard to act when you can't talk. Right. You're you're working with body language and movement, and the way the monster moved was so cool. He was like leaning forward like Michael Jackson and walking across the floor. But when they showed him the light for the first time, and he's he stood he's up grabbing. in the chair, and he's looking up at it, and he's looking up at it, looking up at it, and then he, like, raises his hands to it, mm-hmm. like, it's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen, and he's, like, doing this thing with his hands, like, come here, come here, and then they close the light off, they close the door on the top of the thing, mm-hmm. and the light's gone, and he's looking at Dr. Frankenstein, he's holding his hands out, like, uh, uh, like, I want more light, I want more light, it was, like, light shining in on his darkness mm-hmm. type of thing. I thought that was cool, and I forgot to mention it. But I love that part where the the bride hisses at him. Mm-hmm. So uh, we forgot to talk about as well the the foreshadowing with the king and queen, right? Because when he was showing the little people, mm-hmm. the king kept trying to get out and go over to the queen, but she didn't want anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. And then he had to grab the king and drop him back in the jar because he had escaped, and they had, like put a book on it or something. It was, it's it's the it was Frankenstein's story, right? It totally was. It was like maybe when you make stuff, they're just not compatible no mm-hmm. matter what. That little people thing was really weird. It was just so like. So you have these miniature people, right? Okay. There was a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode mm-hmm. where uh, Lisa had like a science experiment and Bart, or she spilled something in it, and then it created little people through the microscope. She could oh, see yeah, them, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a little civilization. I remember that. And then they were progressing. I'm about to say they kept progressing. And then she looked fast. again, and there was a little church, and they were nailing uh, a note to the church. She goes. Oh, I created Lutherans. <laughs> and then Bart's going to destroy the whole civilization. But they had advanced so much, they had little spaceships. And little spaceships came out and started shooting them with the lasers. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. But I was telling you about this when we were watching this. They also did a Frankenstein parody mm-hmm. where Mr. Burns was Dr. Frankenstein. And Homer was moonlighting as a grave digger. And he fell asleep on one of the graves. And they thought he was dead. And they were like, oh, someone's already dug that one up, Smithers. So they take him back to the lab, and they're going to cut his brain out. And he did that whole thing, because when Dr. Frankenstein was like, you think I'm crazy, don't you? Well, why don't you come upstairs and see? And Mr. Burns goes, the man at Radio Shack said I was mad. Who's mad now? <laughs> so then he cuts off the top of Homer's head. And pulls his brain out and like his spinal cord still connected to it. And he puts it on his head and he goes, look, Smithers, I'm Davy Crockett's. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. So scale of one to ten, Bride of Frankenstein. What do you, you gave Frankenstein what, seven and a half? Seven and a half. What do you give Bride? This is eight. Nice. Okay, so why did you like this one better? So um, I remember as we were watching it... Um, I remember saying because it's a the the difference is a four year difference. Yep, four years later, you did comment on the quality of the mm-hmm. film, and I I liked how you could see the progression of it. For one, I liked the 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 distinct difference between how Frankenstein started and then how the second one is, you know, um, a story from the actual author. Right. You know, she's you know delving back into the story to right. give us part two of it yeah so i liked you know that you transition really yes I, I liked that um 
that fan farewell kind of thing. It was yeah. it was nice to get that transition from the first just abrupt stop to then right. pick up, and it, it 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 gives you the the little bridge in between the first movie. We're gonna take him home to his dad, to him actually being taken home to right. His and you dad. see kind of what happened in that whole interim. Right. So I liked that. Um, I liked you know I I liked the the progression of the movie as well. And for this to be, you know, the bride of Frankenstein, she's literally the... She's in it for like four minutes. It's like four <laughs> minutes, but she is, you know, the, the pinnacle of the movie. And the time that she's on the screen, she, she, she it, owns it is her. the fucking it scene. It is fucking yes. her. Like, I love that, you know. So... Dude, when she first comes off the table and they unwrap her head and she's looking around mm-hmm. and she's like snapping her head back and her eyes are all wide and she's snapping her head around like looking around. Like a, almost like a caged animal. Mm-hmm. Like it was really, really well done. I liked it a lot. So for this, for this, you know, again being my first time watching both of them, seven and a half and eight nice. for sure. Very cool. I give this movie a ten also. Gotcha. I'm a sucker. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is my second favorite Universal movies, movie, Universal monster movie, mm-hmm. uh, second only to Creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, but I love all of them so much because mm. this is what I grew up with. Right. This is the shit they watched. They showed on TV that I watched. I grew up watching black and white films um, as a general rule because my parents were so much older. Mm-hmm. My dad was born in 1926. He was 50 Damn. when I was born. So I always um, I got such a movie education from that because he was into like all the old movies mm-hmm. during Christmas time. We always watched the Bing Crosby movies, Bells of St. Mary's, Going My Way, um, all the Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, Road to Rio movies, all that shit. Abbott and Costello, The Three Stooges, Laurel and Hardy. Um, This is the shit I grew up on. Right. So the horror movies were, that's why they're so cool because the lines and stuff are delivered in a lot the same ways as like the crime dramas and the comedies, Mm -hmm. but it's got a more sinister edge to it Mm -hmm. and it's so well done and when you think about uh, for the time frankenstein's monster people were reacting to this movie like they were reacting to the exorcist in the 70s because again they had never seen anything like it it's like horror this is the cool thing about the horror genre above all other movie genres above like adventure action adventure or drama or whatever they're constantly raising the bar Mm -hmm. what can we do that's more shocking than we did last time right and it's hard to do something shocking and still have a quality to it. So it's not just like gore for the sake of gore or shock for the sake of shock, mm-hmm. which by far those kind of movies have been widely made. Your cannibal Holocaust and shit like that, where it's just gore and shock for the sake of gore and shock. Holy fuck, that's a disturbing movie. But when you but have a balance of It's everything. hard to do it smart mm-hmm. and shock at the same time. Mm-hmm. The Exorcist nailed it. These two movies nailed it. Definitely. You know what I mean? It's just really, really fucking good. So, that being said, uh, we've reached the end of our first ever 700 Tapes Double Tap episode. We hope to do some more in the future. Damn right. But right now, I would like to introduce you guys to what we're doing for our Halloween episode next week. Welcome to a night of total terror. Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> <laughs>
the dead who live on living flesh. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. The living whose bodies are the only food for these ungodly creatures. adventure in fear, an experience in shock more shattering than your strangest nightmare, night of the living dead, a night with the dead who cannot die, a night of total terror. of the living dead I love that I love that pause night of the living dead <laughs> oh shit I forgot oh yeah 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 <laughs> he jumped back he's like, like oh shit night of what <laughs> So yes, our Halloween, our very first Halloween episode Hell yes. is going to be Night of the Living Dead. I thought it was very fitting. Some George Romero. It doesn't get much more Halloween than that. And we will be dropping that as close to midnight as we possibly can on October 31st. But be sure to join us on Friday, October 30th, because we will be doing... Our Halloween Super October Spooktacular pre-show before the Halloween episode. So we got a lot of stuff lined up. We're going to do some cool shit. We're going to talk about a lot of nostalgia, about our favorite Halloween experiences, um, costumes, candy, music, movies, everything doing with Halloween. We're just going to sit and have a conversation. I got some cool uh, little... uh, um, segments lined up for that. Mm-hmm. Worked very hard on it. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. So we're going to draw this episode to a close. Do not miss our next two episodes, the pre-show and Night of the Living Dead. You will not be sorry. Join us again. Until next time, I am Jasperino. This is the 700 Taste Podcast. And on behalf of the man, the myth, the legacy, Mr. Roman Alvarado, keep it spooky. And we will catch you, motherfuckers, on the flip side. Peace. You want some more Joe? You want some more Skittles? Fuck those things. (laughs) 